0: Y'all's the hater on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. you used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I, you it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. you used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on I it. I used to, I to tell beat. them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The, the realest now podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The Realest Podcast Finally
1: got up. it Yeah, you definitely did Why is this shit Yeah,
2: headphones
3: loud?
1: It' not, not like Yeah, it's, it's loud It's was, loud, I, right? I was about to lie I was about to be like No, not like last week loud No, it's loud as shit I think the master volume is up uh, Yeah, so we can turn our volume down Because the master is up Because my individual volume is like Yo, yo I'm, now I can't hear shit Hello? Hello, there we go Alright I said hello <laughs> 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 Hello Hark! Hark, who goes there? Uh, shit We good now? I'm good Levels good? Alright, cool good. One good? day, one sweet day We're gonna come here with start the levels <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're
1: gonna be on point on the for money. the intro We're gonna have the levels right They ain't gonna actually have a camera rolling Yeah, Shit like that Oh yeah, we gotta apologize to the people Cause they probably don't <laughs> They was like, like, what the fuck is going on on YouTube? Couple, we- couple episodes ago yes. on YouTube The first three quarters of the episode is, uh the flyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's us, but it's the flyer because the the video file got corrupted. As you know, sometimes technology doesn't always work with you. We saved what we could of the video, mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't the golden part. <laughs> we, yeah. we saved the silver part right. for the end, and uh, but it's up there. And that was uh, the, this year Halloween fell on the weekend. Uh yeah. So, apologies to the YouTube community for that. We're sorry. Um, it, it is what it is. You know, technical difficulties. We are a independent grassroots media company uh, trying to find our way. Shit like that's going to happen from time to time. We sorry. Dan goes to sleep halfway through the episode. <laughs> so, it's like, if shit does go left, we can't even figure it out. Like... I had to invest in some uh, some some clean energy drinks for, uh, for Big Dan, Yeah, keep him awake for the two-hour duration of the show. Uh, this is episode 127 of the Realest Podcast Ever. I am your Atkins Diet host, C. Diddy. I am your uh, fresh from the uh, dentist's office. Fresh out the dentist. Host Matt makes me sick. Flu game Matt. We're going to see if he can effectively run off these screens
2: and hit these threes today. It don't hurt It's just I'm numb yeah. Like the, the right side of my face Is numb as shit But the, the pain There is no pain That's why I, like When he was like uh, You know Cause no like Super decay got in there yeah. You know what I'm saying So he was like Are you feeling any pain I'm like no Actually yeah. not But he was just like Yeah we gonna do it You know what I'm saying Save the tooth You know what I'm saying You're 100% covered I'm like I, I better be <laughs> Like Pay yo, good money for this insurance. That's a, that's a joint Like You ever see the Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure you've seen the clip. So I'm sitting in the, the waiting room. I come in. She tells me, like, okay, you're going to have a root canal. Boom, boom, boom. She goes to the thing. You have, uh, there's no copay. You're 100% covered. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I go sit down, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then a, a, a white guy came out, and he was like, at the desk or whatever And she was like Okay your co-pay today is 278 I'm like damn like, <laughs> Couldn't help <laughs> yeah. Couldn't help <laughs> I'm looking at my phone I'm like Did you ever see the When the chick got on a scale On 600 <laughs> pound life And the brother <laughs> <I'm> like, Damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, That's how I was And she looked over at me and started giggling She was like yeah not everybody's You'd be surprised like dental coverage is a motherfucker For jobs yo like your job will cover some shit But not this it'll cover 30% of this 50% of that 80% of this
1: Shit, some people got uh, reimbursement plans Man, pay for all of that shit And then give us the bill And we'll decide how much we gonna 6 give to back 12 to you. business <laughs> weeks <laughs> We'll decide how yeah. much We gonna give you a dumbass back For signing up with this horrible
2: insurance provider it's, cra- it's crazy, but I think about that all the time Like I remember uh, when I popped my Achilles Going to the orthopedist And I, I came in and my copay for the visit was I think it was $5 or something And then Somebody, I was sitting in the waiting room, somebody came in and it was like, yeah, your copay for the day is, I think it was like $125. I was sitting oh, I wish these
1: motherfuckers would have told me $125. Like, what? Like, the, the biggest problem with like insurance and the open enrollment shit is like when you work in a job, they just give you a packet and then tell you in three weeks, have your mind made up on what you want with no prior education here, 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 or nothing here, here on about, what here, you should do. Here go.
2: the crazy part with that there is none of that. This is what you got. <laughs> Oh, we got one plan. It's one. You're in or you out? <laughs> Damn. But the plan is pretty good. That's yeah, the yeah. one, Joan, where it's like we do have very good dental benefits. We do have very good, we have very good health benefits. Yeah. Like you figure we just, like in the last, that was what the strike was over. Uh, in, when did we strike? 15 going into 16? Yeah. We, we weren't paying any of our health, Joan. Now we pay 1%.
1: So I ain't paying the one. <laughs> I ain't paying the one. <laughs> yeah, I Union chief, like listen, man, listen. This one, this whole, what's this I'm hearing about this one percent calculation. One don't seem like a lot.
2: I mean, it's not in reality, <laughs> but it's like, like you figure. I see it now because like I told you my my checks would they be about, and it's like every check now would be about sixteen dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's sweet. Yes, sweet. In the in the grand scheme of things, because but it's like you. On the contrary, like all right, when I used to work at Enterprise, and then even same thing when I worked at ADP, you would get a packet for open enrollment. That's like, what Lisa with the
2: government. They, they actually can pick this this. Yeah. They can mix match and but we they don't, don't
1: t- they don't tell you shit. We, we don't, don't have Even the in the packet of information that they give you, you leave more confused after reading it than you did when you started because they're like, yeah, we got uh. 70, 140, 280, this, this, this and this copay yeah. and this deductible. And I'm like, what is the deductible? You haul
2: off an end of this for where you not covered for a, a, a cold, but you covered for cancer and exactly. a, a plane
1: crash. <laughs> like, hey, and you, you, <laughs> need, you need an <laughs> oncologist, nigga. <laughs> we got you. But if you stub your toe, all bets is off. <laughs> you had to go to urgent care. <laughs> so it's like, with the healthcare shit, it's so confusing because it's like your deductible is not the same as like. Your car insurance deductible. Where right. it's like you have a... In medical terms, you have a copay and a deductible. Your deductible is how much we can contribute before you got to start kicking in more money. Right. To pay for your plan. In your case, you don't have to worry about that shit because... Right. Sept is a huge organization, they've vetted this out and negotiated tooth to nail with these healthcare companies and shit. Y'all probably got the absolute one of the better rates in the country, other than like with cities negotiating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like for somebody that's, you know, an organization, even if you got a big company, it's like they try and they best not to bite as much of that healthcare bill as possible and they just be like, Man, we'll settle at twenty percent. Yeah. You Real know what tough. I'm saying 20% contribution And um, this it, it should be You know It'd be rough And it'd be very very confusing At times When you're trying to figure out What to go with I just tell people Hey whatever the most expensive one is Get that Because yeah. That's gonna cover you But I don't have no Just your luck The year that you get The $4 plan yeah. Is the year you are gonna need The $44 plan right, Just get the higher
2: insurance man. Invest yeah, to just be covered You know what I'm saying The best you can be Or
1: get a job at something you don't have to worry about these type of things.
2: Shit, I got the uh I got Unum and I got Affleck for accidental. Yeah. So it's like when I like that's why people be like, Yo, why you never at work? And it'd be like Whispers <laughs> I make more of out <laughs> yeah,
1: Whispers. I'm literally making more to do nothing and I don't have to spend money travelling back and forth to work. This is the life. And Affleck is so sweet.
2: I don't know if anybody's ever used it. Affleck will pay you up front, whatever your doctor say you're gonna be out. Yeah. So like when I pop my Achilles, the doctor was like, he's looking at a six to eight month recovery. Affleck was like, okay, we're just gonna pay you for six months. But like, this check is cashable? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not postdated. I can I can go cash this right now. It starts with a two and it's five <laughs> digits. Y'all sure? Y'all <laughs> y'all sure about this? Dog. Cause at my Affleck, John is think uh because I got the highest plan with uh, me being top rate. It's like 3400 a month that they nice. pay you.
1: To do nothing. And it's not tax, is it? No. Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: They gave me six months in advance.
1: I was like, yo, wildin'. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but all right, cool. Shopping for speed yeah. at
1: that point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dog. And like I said, I got Unum, which is another one. That's uh, CSI insurance. They pay you like 2200 a month. Yeah. And then you get the, the sick pay from the company. So you <laughs> go out sick. It's. Racks on
1: it, racks. It's, up. You it's, know 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 it's a YC saying? video at this point. It's racks on yeah racks. I mean.
2: But uh, how
1: was your week? How was uh? uh how it was. Cool. I didn't really do much productive? this weekend. I kept it real, like. Real smooth I didn't really do much I was in the house By like 8 o'clock Every night uh, Which now 8 o'clock Apparently is 4am yeah, 8 o'clock is like 3 in the morning <laughs> Because it's dark as shit yeah. At 4.30 You like Need a flashlight And a and a guard dog yeah. To go around the streets Of Philadelphia I don't know what this Daylight savings time Got in it It's some, it's some different shit It got some juices And berries in it And uh, I'm not understanding yeah. Why it's so strong And so potent Uh
2: I I, I, def- I definitely felt it the other day because everybody loves McDonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home Um, but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was like yo it's late as shit and it was like 544 <laughs> and I was like I'm ready to invest in some pajamas in a room. Like, robe. it ain't even dinner time.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's late as shit. Right, get tucked in. Yeah. My man was like, he's like, man, the other day, I was, I was tired as hell. It was 6.30. I went and took a shower and went to sleep. That's really how that shit be, yo. Yeah. Like... One eventful thing I did do this weekend, being as though it was our, our last weekend out. Um I went to the strip club last night. It was my homie birthday. My shout out my Asian uh Vaughn. It's his birthday last night. I went to Bucks, and uh the strippers are terrible. Like they're oh, yeah. they're, they're not they're not good looking women. It's replacements. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally all replacement players. It's, it's yeah. like the strike of eighty four. I was about to say that shit is like uh <laughs> <Keanu> Reeves <laughs> and face on love and them out there. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, the top the top tier dancers are not out dancing. Like, no, they're on they're OnlyFans, only yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh Yeah, it's like you know, I wasn't there long and I, I gave up entirely too much money for not being there that long and not being attracted to nobody. So I was like, Yeah, this is I gotta go home. So ended up home uh, I got there at one thirty two. I was home in the bed by one fifty seven. That was about right. I got right out of that, John. I was what not there club for it? long. Uh bucks three sixty. Used to be Onyx. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's something new all the time. Yeah, under new management. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what originally... When it was the best iteration of it, even before Onyx was when it was Rick's Cabaret.
2: Rick's Cabaret. Was
1: because it was mixed and they had like the specials and shit cuz they was open every day. It wasn't like event driven like you go in there and get like a steak dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I've eaten. Yeah, <laughs> you get a steak dinner, little white tablecloth, yeah. shit is lovely. You go there on Thursdays. It was like $100 bottles of some crazy shit like that. Yo, know, the craziest shit I ever experienced in the history of going out in Philadelphia. Back in the day, uh what was the name of that damn place? Damn, what was the name of the spot on 7th and uh Arch? Not uh Pinnacle. Pinnacle. I How do in, I know that? Yo, <laughs> I went in Pinnacle on a Thursday. They had dollar drinks and they were really a dollar. Okay. I'm like, yeah. Let me I'm like let me get a let me get a vodka and pineapple they like all right a dollar i'm like no really how much does it go a dollar said let me get 25 <laughs> <laughs> i mean they are just giving them out like i couldn't believe that this shit was really a dollar. I'm literally just tapping people, like, yo, you want a drink, bro? I'm just giving them away.
2: Yeah, a dollar is crazy.
1: And it was like a little, the, the bar was in like a closet. Like, it wasn't, it was like a jump <laughs> bar. Like, they just was like, oh, this, this is normally a coat closet. We're yeah. going to put a bartender over here with four bottles. You got you got all bottom shelf liquor till midnight for a dollar. Shit was crazy. Yeah, dollar drinks is, that's wild. Looking back, I should not be nowhere where they serve dollar drinks. Yeah, most likely. It's, no. it's usually like you this close to it going down At all times when niggas is getting loaded For a buck I told you I went to Tamika's Oh that was
2: my spot I went there one time And the one time I did go there a melee ensued Somebody pulled the AR I Remain nameless He Cause he's successful in the city He pulled the AR-15 Out of the truck And somebody took it from
3: him
1: And I was like what is
2: happening out there <laughs> I ain't never seen something so ridiculous in my life. Yo, what you got right there? Give me that, Joe. Like, a brawl was was going on and starting, you know, whatever, whatever, conceptualizing, however you want to use it. And he went to the truck <laughs> and he came out with, and that, when you see that, everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, somebody on the opposing staff was like, man, give me that. <laughs> fuck is you doing? And I'm like... <laughs> I was
1: like huh But you had the AR though <laughs> like, <huh? laughs>
2: What happened But he's
1: doing real good now so. He's successful in the yeah. city The um Yeah Yeah I mean so you know If if uh, last weekend Was in any indication of how things Are going to be going forward for the rest of the weekends Which now There are no more weekends it's over Every day is back to being every day again and uh, we'll see how this goes. But, yeah, they shut the city down again, which we've been telling y'all for, for months. It's coming, baby. Hey, look, man. We, we uh,
2: going into it this week, I was saying, it, and I'm just like, they need to shut... Oh, let me tell you about this. I have a story. I oh, wanna, yeah. I, I thought the
1: Dennis story was story.
2: No, hell no. Because <laughs> I'm talking about shit that went on this fucking week. So... Remember Tuesday when it was just the foundation. You ever get into an argument over the dumbest shit possible Absolutely. and it almost come to blows? Yes. And then you have to like reflect, like, what is it about my energy and my, like, my being? <laughs> How did we get here? That I even let myself <laughs> yeah. get that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So the other day, I'm on a 48. I get off to 48, 48, come back to the depot every trip. I walk into my break room. Remember, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Remember, it was raining. Yes. And the wind was whipping like a motherfucker. So the rain had stopped and the wind was whipping. Yeah. And it was like just Dust. It was like just dust. Every my car was filthy as shit. It was dust every fucking where. So I walk into my break room. It's it's an old head in my depot. Me and him just always seem to like (laughs) oil and water. Just (laughs) Mentos and Diet Coke. Like (laughs) don't matter what's going on. I like Nas. He likes Jay. I like Biggie. He likes Pac. I like LeBron. He likes Jordan. I like titties. He likes. It's just whatever the fuck is the the argument or the topic. He's on the opposite sides. I don't know why. So, I walk into my break room, and I'm not speaking to anybody. You ever just make like a generalized, like a general statement? Yeah. Like, this isn't directed at anyone. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm more so just talking out loud so that I'm not crazy talking to myself. I say, yo, it's dusty as shit outside, and go to the refrigerator. He's at the car table. He's like, what you mean is dusty as shit? And I'm like... It's fucking dusty. Like, it's dust. is dust everywhere. It's dust everywhere. And he was like, what kind of dust? And I'm like... (laughs) I didn't know there were categories. So, I'm like what the fuck are you talking, what do you mean, what kind of dust, nigga, It dust, it's dust, so he was like, yeah, but like, what kind of dust, like, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, what kind of dust, so my man said, I look, I'm like, what dust do you speak of, upside? I'm like, what the fuck, like, nigga, dust, I don't fucking know, like, why are you asking me this, so he was like, I'm saying, like, you said it's dusty as shit, so I'm like, what kind of dust is flying around, and I'm like, Nigga, dust Like, the dust it, There's one dust Why are you acting like this? It's
1: one dust <laughs> So
2: He was like I swear to God That's one dust
1: <laughs> I'm like, nigga, it's one dust Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So he was like Like, what's the general concentration of the dust? And Nigga, like, I'm so, trying to get to the bottom so he of was, the dust So he was like,
2: yeah, okay It's definitely not one dust But okay <laughs> So I'm like I'm like Okay, since you a fucking dustologist Tell me the different kinds of dust Since you know all the different dust What the fuck kind of oh dust is? God. What's the different dust So he was like I'm saying If you He's, he's like No, he was like so, so so, so, let me get something straight, Matt You're telling me The dust on my TV stand The dust on top of the refrigerator And the dust on the headboard of the bed Is the same dust I'm like Why the fuck is your house so fucking dusty So he like Pussy, you never even been in my house So I'm like Nigga, I don't want to go there You just told me it's dust Every fucking way You where. me in the house By telling me the different for types of dust in the house. So 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 he was like, Matt, you are a smart nigga, you normally know a lot of shit, but just say you don't know what the fuck kind of dust is going. That's all the fuck you had to say. I'm like, nigga, dust is dust. Like what the fuck? Like, there is no like he's like, all I said was, what kind of dust? All you simply gotta say is, I don't know. I'm like, all right, it's Japanese killer dust. You you feel better now? It's, it's it's fucking Australian murder dust. I, I, I don't fucking know, nigga. It's dust. It's just dust outside. <laughs> So, he was like, Matt, if you go look under the hood of the car, the dust on your engine, that's not the same dust that's on a bookshelf. It's two completely different materials. I'm like, nigga, dust that's in your house might be fucking, you know, skin cells because it's you in there. Outside might be more fucking soil-based or something like that. But dust is dust, nigga. Like, when you go buy a duster, it's to dust. It's not for fucking... Uh, Gluten free dust and Like it's, it's one dust Like fucking, what the fuck Fucking Shang, Shanghai Assassin dust So my dispatcher Come over last week And he like Yo yo What's going on out there I'm like man I'm about to dust this nigga like, This nigga's driving me Up the fucking wall right now About fucking dust So he like you get so mad because you don't know. That's all you had to say was, dog, I don't fucking know. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. So the, the dispatcher come out, he's like, yo, yo, why are y'all out here going at it about dust? I can hear y'all in the back. I'm like, yo, all I said was, it's dusty. And this nigga started going the fuck off. Like, all of y'all drive me fucking crazy right now. My man, Pimp, comes into the conversation with his phone. He like, all right, I'm on Google. It says that I'm like, you Google dust. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I, I'm done with y'all. I'm going the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, so my man, Little, was like, went People be like, yo, where the bus at? Why it's late? i be wanting to tell them, like, man, they ain't in there <laughs>
3: arguing.
2: <laughs> so I walk the fuck outside. I go to my car. I'm in the car. I'm sitting there for like a good 20 minutes because I'm steaming. I'm sweating in there. <laughs> I'm mad as shit. So I'm like, all right, I come, I get out the car. I come walking back in. As I'm coming up the steps, oh, he coming, coming down, down the steps. Up. So he like, yo, man, why we had to get like that over that stupid ass shit? I'm like, dog, because you started going the fuck off. He like, no, but you started yelling and he like, it's no reason for that. Like, we cool. We work together, baby. We, we fucking family. So I'm like, all right, it's cool. He like, yeah, man, let's end that shit. We, we, we good, right? Like, ashes to ashes, dust the
0: Who needs an alarm in the
2: morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff ba 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 Dust, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna spit on you, man Get the fuck away from me Dog I was mad that a motherfucker, yo I'm telling you That nigga had me hot, man We was going at it for like 20 minutes Over Dust, dog I swear to God The dumbest conversation I've been in this fucking year, man Oh my God We was screaming at each other in that motherfucker what kind of dust? I'm like, man, dust is fucking dust. I don't know what you want me to say in this situation. Dog. I'm like, yo, dust oh. is dust, man. I, I, I've never been involved oh, in a conversation God. that fucking dumb. And it was like all different parts and moving little, <laughs> little fucking angles to so it. So it says here, according to Google. Pimp really pulled that shit up. And you know what it says on there? It says, dust that's inside of your home is 50% uh, human skin cells. Dust that's outside is made up of debris, soil, shit from the earth. But... Dust is fucking one It's one dust nigga It's just made up A different shit But there's not Different kinds of dust You know what I'm saying So that was my Nonsense ass conversation Uh, In the fucking week But yeah Where the fuck was we at
1: (laughs) Holy (laughs) hell man
2: Nonsense When we was uh (laughs) <laughs> I, the reason I brought that up is because we also at, When that ended I came back in the break room And motherfuckers was like yo are they gonna shut the shit down because everybody started worry about what's gonna happen yeah. With the buses and shit and I'm like They're definitely gonna shut this it's yeah, no way sure. around it. it like we're literally doing I think the other day it was like
1: 187,000 Cases yeah I saw a graphic That basically said we passed our spring Peak dog Uh, <clears throat> This is yeah slide two Here seven day average of reported Cases by date of tests uh, we hit 650 the week of November 6th, which passed our spring peak of about 460. So you're talking about 190 more cases on average being reported. And look at that graphic. Y'all yeah, seen that yesterday? Shot the fuck up. <clears throat> uh,
2: Doctor Sinjay, I think, said that there's not going to be a, a ICU bed available in America by February. That's nuts. Like, no ICU beds at all. I saw something
1: on Twitter last night that I want to read. Uh, they just released the uh, shutdown, the uh, restrictions. Have you seen them? No, I saw what was floating around Friday, but I don't know if that I'm was I'm reading the, the
2: official list. joint, so, right, so I'm going to do that list? while you pull that up. So we got no indoor parties, group meals, watching sporting events as a group. No visiting between households, no, in, no indoor weddings, funerals, or baby showers. So y'all got to do your gender reveals. Outside, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a hoot nanny. The uh, outdoor gatherings are limited by size and no food or drink. Outdoor gatherings are restricted to 10% occupancy or 10 people per 1,000 square feet. So we're getting our rulers and T squares out. Damn. Um, No food or beverages can be served to ensure that people will wear their mask at all times. So can't even drink, can't even eat. Fuck. Uh, Restaurant indoor dining must end. That's in bold letters. We just got the 20% a month ago. Right. Um, Indoor restaurants must cease. While restaurants have worked hard to uh, follow precautions, the risk for people indoors during the cold weather is just far too great. Um, Retail stores can operate with limited occupancy. Reduced density inside retail stores must be enforced. No more than five persons for 1,000 square feet. So you're going to be shopping by yourself if you go out. Damn. All staff and customers must wear a mask. You are allowed to enforce a mask rule. So you're going to get hit in the head with the stick. We're going to
1: do it like India. You're going to get beat. You come outside uh, without a mask. Um, this is more severe than I thought. This mu- wasn't what I saw, already.
2: Museums, theaters, gyms must close, and youth sports must... youth. My shit is sore. Youth sports. Youth sports must cease. Um, that includes uh, community, school programs, gyms, museums, libraries... Uh, religious institutions can operate with reduced occupancy. Um, celebration of services are allowed, but again, with five persons for every 1,000 square feet. So, you know, Jeez. continue work from home whenever possible. Online schooling for colleagues in high schools, all virtual
1: through January 1st. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Man. Yeah, I saw this tweet last night. A uh, guy from uh, Pakistan, he said... Uh, it's clear that a new COVID-19 strain in Pakistan, which has mutated like in every country to become less detectable, it's also deadlier. Our deaths per day have increased four times within two months. As long as, as a long winter comes in, it will be carnage. Your best friend is isolation. People disinfecting everything and wearing N95 masks are getting it. The infectiousness is off the charts. It's, it is it is. An insidious, highly contagious virus strain, and once it gets into any building, it takes everyone out. They will not shut down the economy again, so it is on you to be safe. So, basically, for those of you that don't know, like you know, with any type of like viral type of disease, it mutates, it changes form, it enhances, like. Two years ago, um, like my mom works in healthcare, so she, you know, always keeps me up on like the flu and the the trends and this, this, and this every year. And she's like, yo, two years ago, there was a B strain of the flu, which is different from the A strain. So basically, like, you go get a flu shot, boom, it takes care of you for the A strain, but the B strain is some other shit. Yeah. So the B strain was literally taking motherfuckers out. So when they say, oh, the flu kill more people than COVID, and this and this. It's like, yeah, but what version of the flu? Like not it ain't right. just the regular old common cold flu that's killing motherfuckers. <clears throat> it's these mutated strains mm-hmm. of the flu that are more enhanced and more brutal that Get on your lungs, your kidneys, this, this, and this. And it's harder for you to shake and it's harder for you to recover from them. And that's why people die from it. So that's what's going on with COVID. It's mutating because the temperatures are dropping everywhere. People basically didn't comply, at least not in America, nowhere. Listen,
2: I said it (laughs) yesterday. My whole IG timeline has COVID. It's no, it's coming. No, I was in a
1: supermarket. The pictures look nice, but we will. Remember I was in a supermarket like last that's... night for like a split second. I went in a supermarket on Ford Road, the Fresh Grocer to go in there and just get something to drink. No less than eight people, black people of course, are walking around the supermarket, mask pulled down, mask underneath their nose, no mask going at all. And I'm just like, bruh, the city is literally shutting down in hours, and y'all just still don't fucking get it. I'm gonna
2: say this. It. it <sighs> It says a lot about us as people. For sure. Not black people, just humans, humans. individuals. We're assholes. It says a (laughs) lot about us that y'all are are physically watching people get it. Like, I know multiple people from my timeline, from around the city. A lot of successful people in the city have the shit, have had it. And I, I, I literally watch people get it, go and do fucking after school specials on the ig story about having the shit and how huh. serious it is and they're back partying and it's just like <laughs> back twerking at stake 48 if your lung almost collapsed 3 weeks ago nothing in you was like all right let me cool out let me not let me let me just not be around people in a in a multitude yeah. like you like my thing is this you you got to go outside the house i get that you yeah. got you got a life you got to go to the store you got to go do this you got but my thing is do you necessarily need to be in Magic City Absolutely. right now? I, you, <laughs> Absolutely. you dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. Magic City g- going to be there. <laughs> I know for a fact, I went to Magic City in what? The first time I went there was like 07, she 06, first 07? Time
1: I, first time I went was 02.
2: So it's like it's going <laughs> to be there. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? These restaurants ain't going nowhere. These hookah spot, hookah spots might they, they might be they might yeah. be going somewhere. They might be going, but it's like the, but Dan's they, still going to be here. Dan is <laughs> here, and I might start selling hookah. <laughs> Dan's a hookah <laughs> boss. I might I'm <laughs> hookah, hookah, hookah underboss. Hookah, <laughs> 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 hookah <laughs> affiliate. <laughs> hookah <laughs>
1: affiliated hookah, boss. Hookah
2: consigliere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dog. Hookah capo. Yeah,
2: real <laughs> shit. Hookah fucking associate. <laughs> it's like dog. So it's like my thing is. Sitting down for two months and living, oh. and this is how I just know. And I ain't even trying to be funny. I'll be on some slick fly street shit. None. I know y'all are snitching if y'all get in trouble. <laughs> y'all can't sit down for two months. Ain't no way you' just sitting down for nine years. Um. Impossible. Two months is like motherfuckers. Other day really freaked out. Like, oh my god, we about to have another shutdown. I'm I was like,
1: like that. We didn't really shut down the first time. Because it's like they gave us a, the first if you remember the first time in March, they gave us a stay-at-home order. The first four days, it was a ghost town. You go outside, ain't nobody outside. The fifth day, niggas like, Yo. ain't nobody knocking us out the <laughs> head for being out here. And I niggas I, was back outside.
2: I said, What needs to happen is we need to do it like India. If you come outside, you getting hit with the stuff. The whacked. We have patrolmen outside every block. If you come outside, you're getting hit with the stick. Or Italy. You come outside, you're getting clapped. Right. Like, <laughs> ain't no rap. But that's honestly what needs to happen. It's like, yeah, we not, we need to completely shut it down for 60 days. Yeah. And don't get it fucked up. I'm not in no amazing financial situation. I understand you need to work and you need to do all this to end the third. My thing is this. Listen, FanDuel is up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get your three-teamers in and go sit in <laughs> the parley. Seriously, do something But people have literally just gotten to the point where they're just like completely not They're not even trying
1: Yeah, no, the trying is definitely out Trying is just going but Think about all the people we know that went to Miami 17
0: times and went to Atlanta If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac Or drop a crispy fry between the car seats Or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat Then that wasn't the road trip it was just a really long drive bottom up at participating McDonald's
2: because that's that's my whole thing it's like uh with the Houston 11 time when, when people say, oh man how they just gonna shut us down people gotta earn a living and it'd be like, well yeah, you're not earning a living standing on the couch. In the club in LA. That's not right. this. You weren't paid for it apparently. Yeah, you are not money back, yo, in fact. So it's like, no, it, it, it honestly, it's fucked up, and I know people don't wanna hear it, but no, they need to shut it all down. I've been calling for it for the last four months straight. Every time y'all get to act it up, I be like, shut this shit down again. People are freaking out, like, oh my God, my birthday is in December, they gonna shut it down. And be like, you can have a meal next year. <laughs> <laughs> Your birth- like, why is this
1: so bad to you? Like, stay in the fucking house <laughs> Them 17 cupcakes she was about to pass around Ain't going nowhere You be alright You can still get them big dumbass
2: balloons That say three and a two on it You can get that shit and <laughs> Have it in your house It's like People really can't function without I, like, it's, People it's,
1: hate being at home I man. was about to
2: say, yo, people And, and uh, again, I don't live in Drake's house Or the Versace mansion and no crazy shit But it's like I can tolerate being in my house, man Yeah I got strong Wi-Fi. I got trail mix. I got I got a Bowflex weight joint now.
1: White cheese
2: Cheetos. <laughs> yo, but yo, real shit. You see the Cheetos? It's like, dog. It's like I can tolerate being in the crib. A- especially when we talking about a month. Two yeah. months. To the point where next summer you can go fly. You can go to basketball games. Yeah. Hopefully you can go here. You can go, Yeah. Let, let's just chalk the two months and just go ahead and sit the fuck. Why is it that big of a deal? But here's the thing,
1: everybody acting surprised, like, literally, the fucking initial people that were working on the shit and all of that, trying to figure out the trends and everything, they told you fall, winter is going to be... I I don't know how many times we've (laughs) said it on this show. We covered COVID for nine shows in a row. Like, it was our opening 40 minutes was COVID updates, and nobody listens to us. In the words of
2: Rod, the winter is going to be terrible. Yes. It's going to get dark, literally. We've said it We knew it
1: Yeah,
2: I don't understand Why the big yeah, fucking shock is I'm not surprised
1: You know I'm happy about it um, Shut this shit down Maybe we can slow down Some of these murders And get off this 500 murder pace That we on right now And um, You know Y'all just be safe man Get y'all essentials The stuff that y'all need To survive So y'all can be happy In the crib So y'all can chill the fuck out And Not have the Go crazy and be ready to uh, Break into the Hotel Monaco Or whatever the fuck it is y'all do When y'all get bored Somebody just talked about the pictures Up in the poppy store Did you see the
2: boy, the NFL bro, Lee John About the pictures Uh With the backgrounds Remember the pictures you people used to take where the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. with the stars? Yeah, and, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. and He was like, I ain't forget about the magic fixer, shorty. And he was like, you went to that cameraman and you had him do magic in the background of your photo. <laughs> that man wasn't even no magician and you asked him to do magic
1: just so you could walk around and show everybody in your community. <laughs> I was fucking rolling. They got the, the, picture, the fi- pictures back circulating the Beanie Seagull oh, yeah, with, with, the, the, with lasers, the, <laughs> the lasers in the background. Said <laughs> <So laughs> that man wasn't even no magician you asked him
2: to do magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah no nah, we're definitely gonna be shut down for the rest of the year um yeah they said at least at January least January first my thing is this like I said people have family members older family members they got uh, relatives friends you know baby mamas everybody that have baby had a, that have gone through it yeah people have had COVID our guest from last week had it he he got he confirmed he, I, I talked to him he's like yeah yeah it's like He's like, I knew that though. He, he he was like, Yo, I almost checked the night that y'all recorded. Dang. He was like, Yeah, I was like, fucked up.
1: You know what I'm saying? My uh one of my close friends just had it. She went to Vegas for a couple weeks. She went to Vegas for a week for a wedding. They out partying, shaking the tough other this and this, come back, coughing, lightheaded, this and this, COVID test. Got that shit. Somebody the other day Parking. was like,
2: um, when you land, when when your flight lands in Miami, Atlanta. Phoenix or Vegas And then it was like COVID And it was Kawhi Leonard
1: <laughs> What it do baby <laughs> What it do baby <laughs> like, It's literally waiting on you At the point Like real
2: tough Like So yeah Everybody try to be safe man Uh Enjoy your
1: lockdown Get you some noodles Um Yo the problem The biggest Most frustrating part About the next lockdown Is Netflix is shit right now and apparently Hulu has a documentary on Danny on on fucking uh, Hulu six he nine. Dan- oh, I'm Dan- about to say Danny. Uh, <laughs> Not Danny Hernandez. <laughs> Hernandez.
2: That's what I thought you was talking about. Um, why does they have
1: a documentary on six nine? What's it about? Him being a, the biggest rat in the history of America, probably. Oh, I don't shit. know. Yeah, so there's there's nothing. HBO Max though seems to be doing they really in, well. They're creeping on a come up. I was watching. Uh, Only problem with it is you you have to like
2: have, it's not like an actual John on your cable box, right? So you got to have some type of Apple TV
1: set up, or you know what I'm saying? Watch yeah. it on your laptop, your computer and shit. Yeah, I was iPod, watching uh whatever. out for for the like the fourth time. I started watching the Defiant Ones documentary last night, the one about Dr. Dre and Jimmy mm-hmm. Iovine. If y'all haven't seen it, that's another good documentary. Check that out. It's on HBO on demand and HBO Max. You know what I watched the other day? Um, I don't know what the hell made
2: me. I was on YouTube. You know, it's a rabbit hole. I watched Loaded Lux and Hollow versus Tay-Rock and Chess. Yeah. And remember I was like, Hollow and, Tay, Hollow and uh, Loaded won. Yeah. They really won. No, they really won. When I real <laughs> Them niggas is so good at rap that there were so... Like, it's crazy, but like, even he, even when uh, Loaded Lux battled... What's the book from St. Louis? Averb. Averb. He said, I can't wait for y'all to rewind this. Because it's so much shit you really, yeah.
1: really don't Catch when, when Lux did the robot shit. Dog, I was just about <laughs> the, when to he did the robot. I was like, yeah, he playing a lot of games with these guys. He said, "We two leaders
2: at high altitude. Soda pop different, but that's what being in the mountain do." And I, I, I nobody caught yeah. the shit. We two leaders <laughs> yeah. at high altitude. So the pop different. But that's what being in the mountain. He <laughs> they was fucking that up. Yeah, Lux is a I don't know Lux, what the hell? Lux, Lux that like, yeah, yeah, he's really, he's really, really phenomenal. He's at special rat. man. He's really, really unbelievable. I, I watched that battle the other day again, and I was just like, "What the fuck was that?" That, that was a very good battle. Even the third round when he put the uh, gray hoodie on. Yeah. And he was like, "Uh, the, I knew the Gun Bar King when he was still a Princeton. Like he was yeah. fucking that joint around." <laughs> but, um. <laughs> But, yeah, no, HBO Max apparently has, like, all the goods.
1: Yeah, they put in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot I of I want to see that Fresh like, Prince, John. Yeah. The, uh, he actually got the, the, the two yeah. Aunt
2: Vives together. That yeah. seemed pretty decent. Uh, let's get into a little bit of nonsense, man. We have to. Why does Philadelphia hate Meek Mill so much now?
1: <sighs> well. What, let, let's start.
2: with What did Meek do? All right. Because I didn't get the full gist of what he did, that the timeline was in a complete uproar.
1: So, basically, he did one thing that led. To 95 other things Okay So basically What Meek did was He went on Twitter Mm -hmm. Which Those of you out there That care about Meek Y'all close to him Y'all got access to his phone Reach right in his phone, like yo, cuz unlock this phone for me. Reach right in his phone and delete the Twitter app. Like, mm-hmm. y'all care about Meek, delete his Twitter app immediately because nothing good comes from him on Twitter. It's either like some incoherent shit or just him starting some nonsense. So, in this case, his overall message wasn't wrong, his delivery was terrible. Okay. Basically, what he said was. It's a bunch of young youngins from Philly that's all talented, but they all beefing. If y'all could put the beef aside and focus on getting some money, I'll sign all of y'all. But y'all got to stop doing what y'all doing. And basically a bunch of people's ears went up because that's kind of like dog whistling, so to speak, to these young niggas because. It's people that died on both sides to so where it's like it ain't no meaningless beef like eight people died over here. Twelve died on this side. Fourteen died on this side. And it's like it's all of this cross triangular beef that been going on for the last five, six years, starting with the young boy Sadi, that brings us forward to where we are today, where so much unforgivable shit has happened that some insur some insurmountable amount of change would have to come about in order for them to stop doing what they're doing it's literally like the Chicago shit with the Tuga shit where it's like it go back so far that new people are getting added to it every year what? that we don't even necessarily that don't even necessarily know the full history of why we hate these. niggas. Yo, and why listen, we I was, you with.
2: just made me think about it on one of my uh, one of them days. I Every now and then I'll go on like an intergalactical quest for like nigga knowledge and just end up on the most random shit on YouTube or Google or whatever. But I watched a full documentary from I don't know if you ever heard of the guy. His name is Monster Cody. Yes, he's a Rolling 60s script, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe he's an eight tray. I think he's a 60. One or the other. He was a sixty. He's a sixty. He but had a, he had a auto, his autobiography with, was yeah, like a huge book. Huge in the joint, 90s yeah. and shit. But basically, him and a couple others, they basically did a whole breakdown of where the Rolling Sixty and eight tray the beef, beef started, yeah, began, yeah. and that's one of. The, and mind you, these are both Crip sets, yeah. and they had a huge beef that it's going on for like decades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And basically, it all started with. Dudes brought somebody to the set who wasn't a 60, and they got in a fight. Or maybe I'm saying it wrong. 60 or a whatever. But they got in a fight, and he wound up shooting somebody yeah. from the other set. But he wasn't even with them. Right. And then that whole shit sparked, and it's been mayhem ever since. But the yeah. shit, that, I think that's what Meek was more so getting to, where it's like, not that the dying of both sides is senseless, but it's probably something, for the most part, senseless, yeah. that has started. Because even when you look at the A-Tray and you're just like, what? Like... That's like you a gang, I'm a gang, right. and I bring Dan to the to a situation with you, and Dan pop you, exactly. and then you like yeah, I got beef with Matt and them gang because they killed Dan. We just like nigga we didn't kill him. It was just a nigga that, and they, and they was like now yeah. they looking for this boy, and he's with the other yeah. side, and it's just like yeah, like that weird yeah. ass situation sparked a thirty five year beef. Exactly. So uh-huh.
1: basically, so through Meek's tweet, it's it, it 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 a bunch of people's ears went up. The, the youngins from Zoo Gang in particular, which is like Poundside Pop and all of them, they ears went up because Meek was claiming Zoo Gang at, at once upon a time because he from 18 and Birth. Okay. that's part of the Zoo. So it's like you throwing posts up. They pulled up. They pulled the receipts on his ass. They pulled up a post from February. Zoo Gang. My whole hood turned da 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 da, and it was like popping them, whatever. So it's like. But then on pop Instagram, you like, nigga, I ain't no fucking zoo gang. Da, da, da. So it's just like he is his own worst enemy because he sticks his nose in shit and offers opinions on shit. That's be- below the surface shit that people that are following him don't necessarily know about. But soon as he tweeted, it, it becomes national news I mean he's a a superstar exactly so now all the people that are involved are like that ain't how that happened how you gonna so now a million people got opinions about it because you lost a cousin you lost a brother you lost a sister they did so it's like so much shit that go on that him saying what he said brought up all of these old feelings and then Basically, he had a joint where he was like, it's, "He had a tweet from before." They pulled the receipts on him. It's so much going on in the city. Niggas gonna have to pick a side because being neutral gonna get you jammed up too. Da 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 da. So Poundside Pop posted that. So whose side you on, nigga? Yeah. I ain't on nobody's side. I'm just saying such and such and such, such. Well, ain't you from the zoo? You you claiming 18th Street? Yeah, 18th and Catherine. I'm just like yo, this nigga Meek is crazy. Like he was going <laughs> back and forth with them with Pop for hours. 18th and Catherine is Southfield. Southfield. I was about to say it's not close to Right. Berks. So now, North Philly has allegedly disowned him. Okay. And... Even like Lil Nizzy from Do For Self, who from Twenty Third and Tasker, he was saying his little shit in the midst of it. That South Philly don't want him. So it's just like this whole thing to where it's just like,
2: yeah, I saw some real nasty tweets about him today. I was just like, yo, y'all, y'all are just mean. Yeah, so you know it's like trying. it's
1: like so it's gotten to a point where because he put that initial tweet out there and then his responses to, and back and forth with Poundside Pop and all them Zoo Gang young boys or whatever. It's created a situation where it's like it's tension, you know what I'm saying? And we spoke about it earlier in the year, where I was basically saying he got a, a unspoken beef with some other niggas from up that way, and allegedly he wasn't coming around because of them niggas, you know what I'm saying? And they from the north side too, from another neighborhood. So it's like you going out, you. It's almost like you going out your way to get on people's nerves, like, and it's like. I don't know if you don't realize it or you getting high again or whatever the case may be. But basically, the gist of what you said was you offering these young niggas money to stop a beef. But when you had an opportunity to help Poundside Pop and give him a deal, you offered him $20,000. So now, every, so that's where the $20,000 shit comes from because he offered, a he tried to sign a bunch of niggas. When he got his first got his deal with Jay and they did a press conference and this, this, and this, I know for a fact. Because I was talking about it on Twitter earlier. This is not me thinking. I know for a fact. I know people at Rock Nation. His deal was, his initial budget was over a mil the first year. So you offering the nigga 20 racks, but meanwhile he in the middle of a war, that doesn't help his circumstance. You got to put him in a financial position to change his life to be away from the nonsense. If not, he going to end up getting killed just like all the other little niggas that be around, little Snoop, you already experience what it's like when you give a nigga 10000 and send him back to his neighborhood. He get his ass smoked every time. A hundred percent success rate on you was just on tour with Meek Mill, you leave tour, you go back home, somebody kill you because they think you got a million dollars. I remember when the
2: whole Drake and my feelings shit exploded, and motherfuckers was like, Drake gave the what was the boy's name from the video? Shiggy, nigger boy, uh, Shiggy. I don't know why I was just. Three hundred thousand or so,
1: whatever. And Drake gave was. me like
2: two hundred and fifty thousand or something. Somebody was like, y'all Y'all get him hurt, man! Like, yeah. stop with these rumors and goofy He's lies." In his grandma's basement
1: with the cats making yeah. videos, y'all gonna get Shiggy killed? And,
2: and, and it's just like, I, I I can see what he was trying to say. He had good intentions.
1: Should have called them young balls. And you know what I'm saying? If you got real if you got real passionate feelings about it, about a specific situation. That's another thing
2: I'm starting to realize too, as I just get a little bit older. Um, social media is just not the place it's not the forum. for a lot of if things. If I
1: got specific feelings about you, but I put a tweet out in a blanketed general way. I know you don't mean this. I can't really mean it yeah. Because I can call you Right
2: You know what I'm saying I can saying? come
1: to your house <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly <laughs> You know what I'm saying yeah. You can meet me somewhere Yeah like, So it's like If your real intention Is to get to the bottom of this And stop it You don't put a general PSA I, Out there When you key, can
2: call up. I low key I low key And I You know This might just be my disdain And hate for social media now I feel like if you go to the timeline with anything like you and your your, your your baby mom going through nonsense, you and your fucking ex going through nonsense, you know, when somebody die and y'all on there crying and all of that shit, it just is like, it, to me, it's just not authentic just it, yeah. at this point. Because it's like, why are you doing this? Because at the end of the day, yeah. we strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know you. You don't know. Like, what, what is the yeah. purpose of this? Really? I told you a, sh- a chick straight hit me when I posted a joint of me getting engaged. Like, I only had the part of me st- going on my knee. And, you know, she's like, damn, you, you're such a good speaker. I, I wouldn't have wanted you. I wanted, to, I wanted to see you, like, talk. And I'm like, well, bitch, you should have been there.
1: <laughs> that wasn't for you.
2: Why you weren't there? Oh, that's right. Because, <laughs> bitch, know you ain't getting <laughs> I don't fucking know you know that. This. <laughs> Like, what? But, yeah, it's like, no, people have literally gotten to the point where it's like I say it all the time. Why is your whole engagement shit? Why is your whole wedding... Like, there's no privacy. There's nothing. And then turn around and won't post a pic- person they with. Yeah. And nope be like, years. oh, private life. And they like, no, ain't private. That's because that, that he's married to that lady. Right. <laughs> That's why <laughs> you ain't posting. <laughs> like, so to me, anything that go on there is just kind of a little disingenuous. Yeah. Because, like you say, if you got a a, a situation with them young niggas or with this guy or with that guy, or you want to get on a situation where you, like... If if Dr. Dre tomorrow Decides um, Yo I heard this podcast I really like them I want to get them On the Beats 1 radio He better not At me and you On Twitter Like yo I want to Put you on the radio Pull up Like then nah. <laughs> Send uh, the guy. emails <laughs> <laughs> Something You know what I'm saying Yeah. But motherfuckers Will do that shit And it just be like Nah some things Just don't need to be on The time And
1: then conversely Meek literally said, "Man, y'all young boys got my y'all all got my number da, 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 on the on the Instagram post." So it's like, yeah. So if they all got your number and you have theirs, why did you why did Twitter shit? You know what I'm saying? So now he's in a spot where you know they've canceled Meek and cussed Meek out before on Twitter for various shit that he's done or said or whatever. So he gonna come back from it. He Meek. All he gotta do is give niggas some coats and some turkeys. Right? They ain't gonna be right back. The problem is, it's just like, yo, why do you just constantly keep falling into, like, these traps? I feel like, though, in Meek's defense, is like, ever since the
2: Twitter finger shit from the diss, it's like, it's like a magnifying glass yeah. so on any... Because, remember, he wasn't on Twitter for, like, six months. Yeah. So now it's like anything he does tweet, you know... Badge <laughs> on Anything yeah, He could literally job. say Good morning to the Beautiful ladies out there As motherfuckers What the fuck is he Talking about today? Like you know It's just what it is,
3: what is he talking The fuck type shit Is he on it
2: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah It's one of them things Where it's like Once they kinda switch They kinda you know yeah. In the words of Drake However long they love you Is never gonna be your decision You know what I mean And I feel like It becomes more and more evident When it comes to like People like me Cause to me I even said it to y'all I'm like When the fuck did everybody Just flip on me Like when, when did Last this-? night No it's been like that for a little minute, where it's like anything he says or does, people are just up in arms about the shit. I think the I think the biggest issue, and I, it's
1: bizarre to me because y'all were literally running down the street with your babies when he got out oh, of jail. Hundred um, percent. I think it's a situation where it's like this undercurrent of like frustration with him because number one, you've been rapping professionally for ten years now. You a deck. You've been signed to Rick Ross for it, going on a decade you made a shitload of money, you didn't drove every car, you was with fucking Rihanna, you was with Nicki Minaj, this, this, and this. But he has this fixation with like street life and street culture and everybody's position is... When did you have time to do all this gangster shit? You was like, you was a signed rapper at 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people are like frustrated with him to a certain extent to where it's like he keeps speaking on shit that he not a part of. And it's shit that he shouldn't even really care about. If you care about overall helping these young niggas cool, but the minutia of who doing what and who killing who and the you shouldn't even be in that. You should be so far removed from that. And your talk when you hop on Twitter shouldn't be, yeah, because when I was doing so and so and so and so, and people just like, man, shut up. It's kind of like that sort of thing because people know you, people know your history, people have recollection of. It is
2: a little, little like
1: worrying. Just,
2: I say it all the time when it comes to Philadelphia artists, like Philadelphia artists always have to go elsewhere. For sure. Right? Real estate in this podcast We're just eventually Might have to get out Of the Philadelphia market I I was
1: just talking to somebody About that last night Talking about uh, About my man Black Poppy And about the fact that You know he don't even live In Philly no more He moved And just talking about The fact of like His success In life Is to his detriment Being a rapper From Philadelphia Because Every other rapper from Philly that popped What do they all have in common? We saw them down And then we witnessed them come up He's coming in the game from a position of a nigga That's already driving a Lambo truck Already driving a GT63S Gotta fucking live in New York Live in Atlanta This, 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 and this To where it's like I will. He don't need our support He already He already up whereas they could champion a core or a PNB rock or a meek because they remember a beans when they was the little dirty so and so so and so they so that registers with them a nigga that that's a multimillionaire before he st- before his before he get a deal or before he go and stand next to XYZ rapper that they can't relate to that shit so it's like his success is to his detriment so yeah i agree with you so and and it goes for all different Walks of life There's not even a glass ceiling here There's a cement ceiling Where it's like You can't get past But so much of a certain level Because there's no industry here We have to create Our own industry Right We were the first Urban pod In Philadelphia Yeah (laughs) <laughs> January 18, 2017 Prior to people were like What the fuck is a podcast? I, I, I had a conversation With somebody the other day
2: Was like yo man Y'all to me like The best podcast out Like it's y'all And then it's Wallow and Gilly in them And it's just like You know you figure When they dropped And then y'all dropped I was like We well, was out way before them yeah. And that's not me Talking shit yeah, Or being yeah, yeah. fly But I'm just like Wallow and Gilly Are stars in their own right That's why they have More of a You exactly. know what I'm, Gilly's a fucking legend As far as rap yeah. You know what I'm saying So it's like Yeah that's different Like T.I. T.I.'s podcast of course is going to be huge because <laughs> his the source is world known you know what i'm saying <laughs> exactly. so it's like yeah but i'm like no nah, realistically we we started in damn near 16 in our first show we started putting that shit together in like november of exactly. 16 our first show was january of 17 i'm like i think a million dollars worth of game dropped in like 18 and he looked he was like damn yo you right i'm like nigga i was i was there yeah, you know, know what i'm saying? 60 70 episodes in already you know what i'm saying so it's just like yeah there isn't really a market for a lot of things it's like remember Kev used to talk about that show all the time but like wanting to uh, open up a club and, and it's just like
1: for what? For what? <laughs> yeah. For what? he would be better and, off going to get sweaters. even specific to Gil and Wallow situation, they had to go to Barstool to Boston to be able to amplify their brand and do a partnership because there is no Barstool here. There is no loudspeaker. With loudspeaker don't even really exist no Yeah, more. I was about to say. Uh, there's nice. no black effect here. It's in New York. It's two hours away. Yeah. It's right there. In D.C., whatever the fuck is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's... There's my my man Bubonic from Philly's most wanted told me some of the realest shit ever. In 2012 I was in LA with him and we was, you know, going around this and this. We was he was like, "Dog, he's like, "It's dope shit going on everywhere in the world, but it ain't going on in Philly. It's nothing going on there. It's a blue-collar city. It is what the fuck it is. It is now what it was. Mm-hmm. And we once upon a time, whether people know it or not, we were so successful entertainment-wise. We had the shit here in our backyard. Columbia Records put Rough Nation in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. they had major figures. They had uh no question. They had another group. They was fucking taking scripts from niggas and like all types of shit. They had. A, they were here. Philly International was still going at the time. They was here. It was other company, Atlantic Records. They was the the fucking ANRs was practically living here because once Beanie Siegel worked, we need a, we need ten artists from Philly. Mm-hmm. So they was just around. That shit is over.
2: And you look at the whole state property, John, and you like it when we was children, it seemed like damn beans really put everybody in Philly on. But then you realize like Jay just liked everybody and needed new flows and yeah. was like and nah. then he
1: said, Oh, I'ma put y'all together. Collective. Yeah.
2: And then it's like, oh, they don't know beans. Yeah. Okay. Because
1: now together y'all can capture the entire marketplace as opposed to Chris and Eve, y'all got north in Parkside. Owen Sparks, y'all got West in Huntington. PD crack in ice city and freeway y'all got north and beans kind of encompasses everything because he was the first one. But there's but the rest of y'all can't really do that. So I put y'all together. I encapsulate at least that whole market. I could get 300 K out of there. I'm New York. So between me and Dane We gonna push y'all another 200k out of New York right. And then let the rest fall Where it may And right. that's what the fuck they did yeah. And they made the Absolute most out of it Niggas got two movies Two uh, albums And then Chris and Eve Got what Two albums out of this two shit Two or three Two or three Freeway got two Three albums out of this shit P.D. Crack is a whole Another story Clothing lines they had Clothing lines All type of shit Like they had cartoons And the Beans wasn't shooting Niggas at the Pony Trail They had cartoon in the works Yeah National tours All type of shit You know what I'm saying they did the most they yeah. can do as gold artists yeah. They maximized the shit out of it yeah. But that's because of Jay-Z Yeah, Jay and Dame Jay and Dame If they would have all signed the fucking Rough Nation, Columbia It wouldn't have
2: gone <laughs> no, 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 definitely not at because all Because they
1: needed an advocate They right. needed a big homie to say No, this is my group yeah. This is my situation and, Fuck it,
2: with and it. it definitely helped the beans was out rapping Jay on everything.
1: Literally but, but everything. But that's a that's a story for another day. That's a, that's an episode. Yeah, that's a story
2: for another day. The um, but I you know, it 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 sucks because it's like damn. Like even when you look at situations where like other artists get on and they become who they become and they put on their childhood friends and they like like Dro really grew up with Dia. Yes. Like that's really his folks. Yeah. And Drew, he's an awkward rapper. I like him as a rapper. Yeah. It's an awkward flow and an awkward delivery. But T.I. put him in the right position, and Dro got
1: classics out of that fucking yeah. shit. It goes to speak to the point that we always make on here. The difference between a good artist and a great artist is being produced. And being produced doesn't mean the producer that you're working with or the beats that you're rapping on. It's somebody putting you in, in a spot to win and to be successful and understanding that. You sound terrible on this shit You need to stick in this pocket right. This works for you Da 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 Don't leave this BPM range Blah 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 In terms of being executive produced mm-hmm. Not just the music you rap rapping to But the overall package of what you're doing And how we deliver it to people Like when you look at the top 10 Best selling
2: rap albums of all time And see that Dr. Dre has Executively produced 6 of them That's not a mistake
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's not by accident yeah, The man might know a thing or two About, like, about producing the album
2: The man's executively produced Three diamond albums Rap Jones Shit crazy Like you know It's only nine Diamond rap albums Yeah he got three He done (laughs) Exactly exactly produced Three of them joints And a couple other Jones got They got seven or eight Like that shit Says a lot yo Yeah Says a lot It's not a fluke That Eminem went diamond And then 50 went diamond All while Pocket went diamond Five six years before You know what I'm saying It's not a mistake So it's like yeah Now that shit matters a lot But um yeah, I I, I want to stay on the rabbit shit for a little minute
1: um, Hold on, before we continue We got sponsors Oh shit uh, This episode of the Roast Podcast Ever is sponsored by Wondery Hold on, let me let me get my copy points right Let me on get it together now Let me get it together now, let me get it back Hold on, hold on, let me get it together uh, <laughs> Stop my time, <term>, please <laughs> Please, please Y'all gonna let us on camera I'm gonna work him <laughs> You gonna get this work Go get this work Go get this work That's really
2: how Lux <laughs> me, man. Stop my tongue, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. They had a suit on
1: <laughs> and a casket in the back of Calico Yo. was hot. He Yo. was upset. We got sponsors. Uh, today's episode of Realist Podcast Ever is sponsored by Wondery, which presents Jacked, The Rise of the New Jack. The New Jack Swing Sound, you know the songs, Bobby Brown's My Prerogative, Bell Bib DeVoe's Poison, Black Street's No Diggity. It wasn't just hit songs, it became a movement that took over the music, the culture, and the style of black culture. Wondery and Universal Music Group present Jack, Rise of the New Jack Sound, hosted by Taraji P. Henson. Jack follows the story of a group of young musicians who use their unique style and undeniable talents to create a new kind of music, which is New Jack Swing. We go behind the scenes and into the recording studio with the movement's most influential artists as they create music unlike anything that they had been heard had ever been heard before, and it forever changed American culture. You are about to hear a preview of Jack: The Rise of the New Jack Sound. While you're listening, be sure to subscribe to Jack on Apple Podcasts. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen to the entire series ad free. <laughs>
4: Have you ever had a dream? Something you wanted so bad, you just couldn't let it go? For Timmy Gatling, his dream
0: was music. And we were hip-hop and R&B. We were unique, because we dressed fly. We knew all the hip-hop stuff. you like, wow, these little kids, are dangerous.
4: And in 1989, the group he founded had made it. They're getting ready to go on stage in front of 41,000 people at the Los Angeles Coliseum. In the crowd of fly girls wearing Donna Karen jumpsuits, guys wearing leather troop bomber jackets, and Obsession cologne is all in the air. This is the biggest black music tour of the day.
0: I was there. It was in L.A. It was the Budweiser Superfest.
4: The Budweiser Superfest. You know, I remember what a big deal the Superfest was back in the day, honey. It was the kind of show we would get our hair did, our nails did, our everything did, did. In the summer of 89, rappers Cool Moe and MC Hammer are on the bill. Patti LaBelle and Timmy Gatling's group Guy. Trim, flat top haircut, well-dressed Timmy moves through the crowd of VIPs and people recognize him. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? But here's the thing. Timmy isn't playing
0: with his group that day. And so people ask him, "Why are you not on stage? What's up? You not performing? Yo Timmy, you not performing?"
4: Because what they don't know is that Timmy is no longer in the group. What?
0: The fans didn't know. It was like a conundrum. People was like, okay, wait a minute. It was confusing. And that was worse than anything.
4: Instead, Timmy watches his former bandmates as they go on stage without him.
3: Roomy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And now, he's watching as the crowd at the L.A. Coliseum go off. Guy's dreams have come true, but not Timmy's.
0: There's no other, how can I put it, it was totally bittersweet. you hearing your songs, it takes you back to how y'all wrote the songs, where you were at, in the hood, in Teddy's living room, and now they up on stage and you're not a part of it.
4: Well, what happens in Timmy's dreams? I mean how did this group of kids from harlem rise to the top of the music industry only to come apart the story of guy and new jack swing is a story of friendship double crosses gangsters two-timing and the invention of a new sound that changed pop music forever and if you listen close you can hear it all in the mix okay. From Wondery and Universal Music Group I'm Taraji P. Henson And this is
0: Jacked
1: So y'all just heard the clip of uh, Jacked Rise of the New Jack Make sure y'all go to Wondery Plus and the Wondery app to listen to the entire series ad free Um, again that's hosted by Taraji P. Henson um, and produced by Wondery which produces Dr. Dev Dirty John, The Shrink Next Door and Universal Music Group that are bringing you this this series. The story begins with a keyboard player in the heart of Harlem which we all know is the legend Teddy Riley. Teddy's entire world was music. He played it, he composed it, he produced it Teddy and his friend Timmy Gatling followed their dreams and started a revolution in the world of hip-hop and R&B that we still hear today. They crafted hit after hit, and they were literally on top of the world. Their group's quick rise to fame came with betrayals, broken friendships, and tensions within their band that began to flare, and rivalries with other artists that even turned violent. Damn, that's crazy. As stakes grew higher, their troubled manager pushed the group past their breaking point with deadly results. Listen today at wondery.fm backslash jacked underscore realist. R-E-A-L-E-S-T. That's our Sponsor Jack, the rise of the new Jack.
2: Yeah, realists be kicking their ass sometimes, <laughs> man. Realist or real est? Est. I've seen that e and that i out of place so many times. It's not even funny. <laughs> and it's man. gonna
1: stay that way. <laughs> and it's
2: gonna stay that way. This girl one day did a whole synopsis of how she was the realest bitch on the timeline, and it was realist the it, whole time. The whole time it was <laughs> the e's was where they wasn't supposed to be, and I, I'm just like, yo, realist and realest and real s got her needing a knockout in the twelfth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been beating her ass this whole post. Like it's crazy as fuck. The um. Keeping it hip-hop Why are rappers getting shot left and right?
1: Have you figured this out yet? Particularly in Texas Yeah What the fuck is going If if any of our Texas correspondents I just looked at our analytics the other day We are heavy in Texas If any of our Houston or Dallas delegation Can tell me what the fuck is going on Somebody from (laughs) Amarillo Or fucking Laredo Somebody from uh, San Antonio Somebody from right by the border Fucking (laughs) Lubbock, Texas Somebody down there Please hit us up the realest podcast ever at gmail.com and tell me what the what is the climate in texas right now and why is it so up down there right now shit is going haywire getting
2: shot as a rapper rest in peace king von in a party outside of the club is like i guess that's just like cliche it's like par for the course like that yeah yeah exact bingo you know what i'm saying no bogeys no birdies just Par. Par for the course. Getting shot as a rapper coming out of the casino, you know, coming out of Mike Tyson fight. Okay, we've seen it before. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Biggie leaving the fucking party from the uh, automotive museum. Okay, getting shot at Walmart as a rapper is just bizarre.
1: On like a th- Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it's
2: because I, I, I assume pick up some draws for the tour. I assume Walmart had to have people in it.
1: I would also assume it would have security in it.
2: I also assume they have cameras rolling in the parking lot. Yes. So just the whole overall, what what did you as the stealer think you were going to steal? And then you <laughs> as the rapper, what did you think going through the situation where it's like, God damn, I'm just coming to get, you know, some tube socks because my other Jones, like... Yeah. I think that
1: there's this dark energy around hip-hop right now that is just causing people to be overly aggressive in nature and i think that some of these interactions not all because mo3 rest in peace mo3 that was a hit mm-hmm. like everything that you hear about that like i left this girl house <laughs> crazy part is shout out Jared. he was we were we were talking
2: about mo3 the night before because he was talking about sean kai yeah. and he was like yeah sean kai be around them dallas them Texas dudes heavy And I'm like yeah. Well he BB be, be down there yeah, You know what I'm yeah. saying And he was like Yeah like he's like Sean Cotton the way I found out about like Mo 3 And what's the one With the puff Oh uh Yellow Beezy. Yellow Beezy. He's like That's how I found out About them. Yeah, the Trap next Boy day yeah. The next
1: day Mo 3 got shot yeah. You know what so I'm saying So it's like Mo 3 situation Everything we know about it Is assassination I'm leaving this girl crib I get in my car my, my air low in my tire I notice a car Across the street I pull into the gas station They pull into the gas station I put air in my tire I drive away They drive away I I try to get on the freeway My fucking tire blow out again I pull over They pull over I peep them up the pistol I go to take off They run me down And gun me down On the damn highway At 12 o'clock in the afternoon Did you
2: see his homie Was on live Coming up the highway And he was like Man what the fuck is going on They got the shit off No that wasn't his homie Oh, that, was his that was his op Oh okay <laughs> Sorry uh, To the ops and the homies <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was his op I, the, the way they said it Was like that was his folks though Oh okay
1: No and I don't know who most I'm sorry. prior Trap Boy Freddy Got shot up And Mo 3 made a video that he posted to his IG talking about it like, damn, I know my pussy ass op ain't get shot up, lying, telling people he was in a car wreck. He trying to make it seem like he untouchable in the city. I know niggas shot you up and blah, blah, blah. And I ain't do it, but niggas did it and this and this. And you a bitch and this and that. And I'm just like, dark energy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you see that, it's like, fuck. So it's like, I think that there's this dark energy around hip hop. To where it's like some of these interactions start off as positive and then go left fast. But like you you see the video of uh the dude approaching 50 Cent at the hookah lounge when he was with his girl, and yeah. he like, man, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give you trying to give you my tape, man. And he like, dog, it's 2019. What do you mean? Give me a give me a CD, nigga. You see a CD play around this motherfucker, and nigga, like, nah, man, but you ain't gotta talk to me like that. And they about to rumble. Overdue trying to give him his CD, but I've seen that in person. You be on the deuce, you be on Germantown area, motherfucker trying to trying to force you to support the. Movement. I had a bitch
2: get on the bus one day and was like, "Yo, I put an admin with something, they never call me back. Like, why? What I gotta do? Da, da, da. I'm like, I mean, call the HR. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, because like, what the fuck? People, you know, I'm trying. I'm like, I feel you. And then like, I missed her stop at Germantown Ave, and she called me another ass bus driver, and I'm like, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I it was just cool. I, I, you was
3: trying, you know,
1: <laughs> I, was trying to get on, like, get on the team. Like, yeah, like. That's really how it could go though It's fucked up So it's like These interactions start off As positive But what I've learned Is that Motherfuckers And me and me and Sachi Talk about this all the time Literally every day Motherfuckers don't know How to communicate yo yeah, no. Motherfuckers don't know How to talk to people And they don't know How to emo- Like Like Express themselves In a manner That's not like You trying to put the press On a motherfucker To try to yo. get What you trying to get Accomplished You know what I'm saying And the Benny situation, not this. I don't know no details around, it, but it could have easily been, "Man, Benny, what's up?" Da da da. I'm such. A, I'm trying to do what? Da-da-da. Oh no, nah, bro. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. I ain't really on that right now. I'm trying to get such and such. A, what nigga? You trying to? You pussy. You know what I'm saying? It 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 can go that left that fast because niggas is just so desperate to be a part of. Of the, this rap game, which is bullshit and full of facades and dangerous, because niggas like you got niggas like y'all approaching them all right. day, like that they willing
2: to kill you and for it. You 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 an Eminem guy like myself. Somewhere. Yeah, I like, uh, You remember Eminem show the song Soldier? Yeah. If anybody gets you listen, and he talks about me and Robert talking about it. He talks about it on Soldier, where it's like you put this energy out as a gangster rapper that energy is just going to it's going to follow you. It's yeah. like that fucking when the uh, uh drag car, the parachute comes the fuck out, it's like it's going to follow you yeah. wherever. And like Eminem said it on there. It's like people hear you in your raps and they want to know is it true. So when they see you out like, "Yo, what would you do?" You know what I'm saying? And you you like it's part of your obligation to fulfill. Like, are you are you real? Like, and it's, yeah. it's the
1: truth. It's like you rap about certain things there's so, there's some dirty nigga in every city that want to see if you about everything you rapping about. You know what I'm saying? Because he's willing to go to jail to prove to you <laughs> that you ain't about what and you said you about.
2: And it's wild how rap has changed so much to where it's like that's like, and we victims of it too. That, yeah. that it's that's the that's a, a a plus. Is he living his raps? And think about that. Motherfuckers, a straight be like, yeah, this boy got a nice flow, um, good sound, nice, nice delivery. He live his raps. Yeah. Like,
1: it, wasn't nobody asking Bruce Springsteen? Was yo? Was he really on i seventy eight? Like, was, like, was, 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 it, like, was he really down? Uh, Kate May? Yeah, real <laughs> like, no, talk. Nobody's asking nobody, Bruce Springsteen this shit. Nobody. It's crazy. We have a warped, twisted sense of everything, everything when it comes to everything, like rap music and rap culture. And it's not even about what it started off being about. Rapping was about what the five elements: rapping, uh, rapping, b-boying, DJing, graffiti, graffiti, and a uh, breakdancing. Breakdancing, damn, yeah. It ain't about none of that shit no more.
2: Old head in the barbershop Be like These young boys I hate these niggas All they want to talk about Is shoot shit up It's like god damn Where the break dancing at Little niggas ain't got no linoleum <laughs>
1: they said niggas, get, no, your, get your cardboard out Let said, Niggas ain't got on. no linoleum Show me your moves Young nigga <laughs> Linoleum But no, it's the truth Man, niggas was dead ass Having beef They'd
2: meet up And have, have a battle. break off Have a break off <laughs> Have a straight battle
1: Snake <laughs> Serve the Yo. shit of this nigga, like you know. I've seen that nigga Miguel yeah. serve that nigga. Yo, Miguel, <laughs> serve that nigga. Cause the Puerto Ricans was the main
2: people. I went to high school with a nigga Miguel. I mean, middle school. The funny part, even be dancing.
1: Every nigga named Miguel can dance. Miguel's up. is definitely dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking
1: Miguel, playing the rock. Yo. Yo, can't control
2: themselves. Yo, Miguel used to be out there fucking it up with a fucking button up on, with a fucking uh, Ninja Man on it. That nigga doing it dancing with a button,
1: the Ninja button up
2: on is sick. The (laughs) boy got a video about that shit. He's like, I ain't forget about the karate man's on your shirt. (laughs) He said, You ain't getting no sleep. You was up all night getting the Pokemon cards together just so you can come to school and run through the hallways with your arms behind you. (laughs) Talk. That shit real. Shout out Miguel. Who knows where he at right now?
1: Oh man! I hope he alive. Uh, so I so I say that to say, rap is so far removed away from what hip hop was about because this shit ain't hip hop no more. No. It's some other shit, uh-uh. and it's so far removed from what it was originally. Rap was has about. gotten
2: to the point where niggas is committing crimes, and then rapping it in the raps. Yes, with time stamps. Like, niggas are dead ass get on the, the rap and be like, I shot the nigga Kevin with a MAG-11. And then you it see that. It 457. Then you, then it was 457. <laughs> we I was 7 11. 11. <laughs> We
3: was outside the
2: 7 <laughs> <laughs> And you turn the news on and it's like, today in the Long Island section of New York, Kevin Taylor was <laughs> shot 32 times. With, a, with the, apparently the, uh, with a uh, MAG-11. <laughs> uh, authorities recovered 32 shell cases from a MAG-11. <laughs> <laughs> Out
1: front of the Seven Eleven. <laughs> how, how they know it was me Who's Niggas snitching? is ratting <laughs> Niggas ratting How they know it was me Who snitching From this motherfucker oh, Niggas get right niggas, on the song niggas, niggas think putting that Little disclaimer in the video This is for entertainment purposes Yo. only It's gonna save their ass No it's not This is an open and shut case
2: I remember when uh, what's, what's the Drake Joe That just came out with Future um, oh, life is good. Is that the joke? He say Virgil do the got the got yeah, the yeah, 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 on front. Yeah, because yeah, he say, "Um, I haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up." Somebody had a tweet was like, "Drake, I haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up." And IRS, it was Westbrook like, "Ah, it's very interesting." <laughs> 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 like yo, niggas dead ass do get on rap songs and say the most outlandish shit, and it be like, "Wait, huh?" Like Schmurder got all of them jammed up. 50
1: niggas from one song. From one his, record. His first song Yo. Got the, brought the whole crew down. Only niggas they didn't lock up was the baby Schmurders. Everybody went to jail. What was the line everybody loved from that song? Uh, It was so many. Um, What was the
2: standout line that everybody used to go crazy for? Body, Bitch. Who caught, who caught the body? Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Week ago. I know somebody caught a body a week ago. <laughs> a week ago. You know who got locked up? Mitchell, Mitch whatever the fuck his last <laughs> name was. Ra-
1: and all the rest of them do.
2: We're trying to serve this murder from, solve this <laughs> murder from, uh. what's well, actually two weeks ago now, but every- <laughs> so when, when it first went on World Star, apparently it was a week ago. Like, yo, it's crazy, but that's really how rap is now. It, it, it's nuts, but it, it's become too real. Like y'all living too much of the raps, yeah. Like, and I said it to myself. We we had a conversation about it the other day. Is being a rapper a smart career choice? Hell no, fuck no. At this, I, I, I'm. This is me. I, this is just me. Being a rapper seems like such a tough go about everything. You can't go nowhere by yourself. Nope. You, you can barely date women because if you do, it's on the cover or on Shade Room or on Baller. It, anything you fucking do is just open for fucking speculation and and uh, to be scrutinized. You gotta drink lean. You gotta take pills. You gotta wear fifty-five chains. That shit just seems like it hurts. Yeah. It just seems like an awful lifestyle Just to have some money And be able to fuck Bernice Burgos It just seems like not decent
1: Yeah you could You could not do that You could not be a rapper Still have some money And fuck the Bernice of the hood And I am promise you You'd probably be just as happy It's like it, it just doesn't seem appealing The thing about the job That's so scary to me Is that you're con- You're at a constant disadvantage Disadvantage all the because time Because you're playing it's the equivalent of if we if we were an NBA team and we had to play eighty two road games. Right. That's the type of disadvantage you are as a rapper, where you have to constantly go into another niggas, into some other nigga's city, into some other nigga's venue, into some other nigga's nightclubs. Driving around on some other niggas' streets, you don't know this, dad there. You, your fucking driver make a wrong turn. You want a dead end niggas box you in. And then the and craziest part is niggas. when, when you do get off of the road for your eighty-two
2: home, eighty-two away games, and you come home, your home arena annoyed the fuck, annoyed yeah. with you, <laughs> like, straight up. Cause you ain't been there, you ain't send nothing back, you ain't do this, you ain't
1: real man, no more. Man, you can't come to the hood, you banned and. All types. Now you got to play hood politics, and it's just so much nonsense. And you just gotta constantly be on the defense. Damn, what's that car? What's so, so, that nigga look fishy? Da da da. Check that nigga. Boo woo, woo Seal this entrance. Go around the back way. Come this way. No, put him in the other car. Like you got Like niggas are like King Von was riding around in a bulletproof truck in Atlanta. Ti just told us a week ago Atlanta was Wakanda. Why is fucking yeah. King Von riding around in a bulletproof truck? Coon that is one of the execs from Dream Chasers, a good friend of mine. Why is Meek riding around in a bulletproof truck almost everywhere he go? Mm-hmm. It's dangerous as fuck to be a rapper. That's why. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't go to Walmart. You can't differentiate who's pump faking from... Who's really with the shit? So you gotta treat everybody in every scenario like they with the shit. You gotta go DefCon Five on every situation because
2: when you don't, you get smoked. The craziest part about it is all these rappers is getting killed. It don't even happen at their away games. Yeah, Mo three got killed in Dallas. Yeah, Nipsey got killed in his parking lot. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So it, it's Lil just Snoop got killed in his apartment. In his apartment, it's like. It's fucked
1: up. It ain't no biggies getting killed in L.A.s and shit like that. It's like, motherfuckers are straight. Well, Pop Smoke d- situation was like that. But that was like a freak situation. Yeah. Then. Because, yo, you want to know something that's crazy? I just watched Young Bird uh, hit make a drink champs this week. I heard his drink champs was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I I, su- I knew it was going to be ridiculous because it's Young Bird. 30 minutes in. I was like, I see why he didn't want this to come out. (laughs) Like, I immediately, it was two and a half hours, 30 minutes in. I'm like, oh, this is why, like, you took it too far again. Like, but he said he, you know, he had a situation last year where some niggas tried breaking his house, whatever, whatever, and in the aftermath of it, this girl was saying that he assaulted her and this, this, Mm -hmm. and this. But in reality, the girl was sharing her location with the robbers, and they came and tried to break in the house. Those were the same young niggas that killed Pop Smoke. Mm. Bird could have been dead right now. The same exact crew, that ones that took out Pop Smoke, was the ones that came to rob his crib. Mm. So what happened when they came to rob his crib? I remember this story they vaguely. Jumped the, he, he, the girl came to the crib or whatever. He set the alarm in the house. They jumped the fence. Like, you see the surveillance I remember video. the video. They I vaguely the fence. can remember. They're trying to break into John. The uh, alarm go off. They run off. They fiddling with the door, fiddling with the door. The alarm go off. They run off. But the girl inside don't know that they running off. So she is inside attacking this nigga so that they can, so he can be off guard and can't get to whatever gun or whatever the fuck he got in the crib to stop them from coming in there. So it's like literally like a situation where I guess she got the a text or whatever from them, yo, we bought the so-so-so. so. She hit the she steals off on Berg, then she hit him with something else to try to knock him out so that they could come in and rob the crib. Can't even meet no young ladies. You can't like me rapper and rappers. Keep in mind stamps. these young niggas, they was all kids. The oldest one of them was like 20 that was doing these home invasions. So who knows how many other celebrities they got. And however many months of them doing this. Meanwhile, motherfuckers is out here getting tech money, driving
2: beautiful, wonderful cars, living in mansions, just having a time of their lives. Like, why would you want to be a rapper? Why would you want to be a rapper? In a, in a weird way, yo. And I understand the art. And I get that. If, if poetry or, you know, music making, beat making, if that's your passion, I get that side of it. But... Just the logistics of being a,
1: a one—you gotta make it, which is hard as fuck. Yo, who was I just listening to that was explaining that they was saying? Uh, I think it was Money Man. He was saying Money Man got the best IG lives, bar none. Money Man's a really—I wouldn't. Lo- I would love to interview him. I like Money he, Man. A lot. He talked a lot of real life, sensible shit. He was basically saying, like, listen. He's like, he said, being a rapper is harder than being in the NBA. He said, if you a rapper, it's only 10, 15 niggas that's popping at a time. He said, think about how many rappers it is. Mm -hmm. It's millions of rappers. It's 10, 15 niggas popping at a time. And majority of them got a two, three, four, five, eight year run or whatever like that. So you basically clamoring to try to climb and break into that top 15 slot to give some people Mm -hmm. attention. He's like, meanwhile, if you a fuck, if you in the NFL, it's, uh, it's, a thousand niggas If you in the NBA It's 450 niggas Like you got a better chance Of making the NBA Or the NFL Of being a rapper And I'm like Damn He's right mm-hmm. When you talk about Really really making it Like successful Successful And then The the, the number of
2: people Who actually are able To hold on to it And be able to like Live a comfortable life Until they you know And it's so wild Because I talked about it before When I was talking about When the guy went to go Deliver the bike To Tommy Lee yeah. And it's just like This is Tommy Lee's house Tommy Lee put an album out In 25 years It's like This is Tommy Lee's house <laughs> (laughs) And it's just like, why is it not like... Why rappers be cool while they cool? Then when they not cool, all hell breaks loose. And they doing any and every fucking thing. It's like a
1: big ad... Like, the whole rap game is like a big-ass Ponzi scheme. That's kind of how it be feeling. The only people that are meant to benefit from it are the executives and the labels. Because even the attorneys for the artists be in on the Mm flim-flam. Because, because... They are incentivized by the labels to keep bringing them artists. So even the best attorney, Theo Sotomayor, which is 50 cents attorney, the best attorney is still beholden to the label in some way because they're the bank. Ice Cube straight left N.W.A.
2: Jerry Heller a priority for fucking a bad deal just to turn around and have to destroy the offices that his new label. For a bad fight, it's just <laughs> it, it, it's just nuts. It, that that's rap life. Yeah. You can't even do no fucking good business half the time, cause you getting fucked around through your three sixty and all your back. It, this shit. Honestly, being a rapper seems fucking ridiculous.
1: It's man. exhausting. And no, even if you get paid, even if you make a hundred million, like like Lil Wayne, a hundred fifty million, two hundred million, you still got raped because you should have made a billion. Yeah. There should be a fucking statue of Lil Wayne at every Universal Music Group head, wherever the fuck they headquarters at, because he kept the fucking lights on for the whole company. Speak on it. For a decade. For a decade. And the fruits of his labor are still bearing fruit because of Nikki and Drake now. Mm-hmm. how is Wayne not have a billion dollars? It's crazy. It's nuts when you really think about it. How does Jay-Z, the greatest of all time, only have a billion... Debatable, but go ahead. Only have... one i my accomplishments. Okay. But yeah, no, definitely. Only have a billion, and majority of it, 85% of it came from outside of rap music. Mm-hmm. When rap music is the driving it's force. It's the driving force that created the opportunity for him to do the other shit. Rap music is the driving force for life at yes. this point. It's pop culture. It's, it's, it's regular culture. Mm-hmm. Sony Music just signed a fucking deal with TikTok as a distributor to break records through TikTok. Who the be- Who the top 10 creators on TikTok? All right. We want them to make a video to these songs right here. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop is everything. Mm-hmm. And nobody gets their fair market value. None. Nobody. None. Drake worth $400 million right now. Got a $100 million house. He's still underpaid. Yeah. Still yeah. vastly underpaid. Because if Drake was white and had a guitar,
2: he'd already be a billionaire. It would be nothing to talk about. With that amount of success, those amount of streams, he'd already be a billionaire. Bruce Springsteen, all of these motherfuckers
1: is filthy rich. Think about it. Even just like just slide over. Not even like let's not even go to country or rock and roll. Let's just slide over to To like pop pop and R&B. Let's take us like we here. Let's just take a step to the left. Mariah Carey, you know what Mariah Carey deals look like? Oh, you get twenty-five million signing bonus when she went to Island Def Jam. Twenty-five from Columbia, twenty-five million signing bonus, not recoupable. Meaning she don't got to pay that back. That's just, huh? That's just for you. And then her splits is whatever the fuck she want them to be. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was getting seven dollars a record at one point, and he owned fifty percent of uh, Sony ATV's publishing. That. You know what I peeped the other
2: day? You know, I was because I was watching American Dream. You ever watched that? Oh, a million times. <laughs> My mother, like, I, I don't know why the fame was on. You know, they're Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson had them singing Christmas Carols. Joe didn't give a fuck, man. We gonna get this money. (laughs) We're not leaving a bag on the table. Yeah. Had Mike talking about I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. (laughs) What was saying in your house? (laughs) I'm
3: like, yo, Joe crazy.
2: Joe crazy as shit. (laughs) Like, dog. Joe didn't leave a bag on the table. Mike Jackson, the biggest, most entertaining motherfucker ever. From Janet, (laughs) Janet, his little sister, she might be like number six on that list. And she was down the hallway. (laughs) You know what somebody threw at me the other day? I made me think about this shit in the DM. We actually had a funny conversation about this. She was like, I know you hate verses, right? Which is, you know, everybody knows that, Universal. And she's like, Let me ask you this. They could never do it, of course, because, you know, they're dead. Right. But if they did a Versus 20 songs, dark skinned Mike Jackson versus white Mike Jackson, who do you think will win? I was like, White Mike Jackson. Yeah. And I think so with ease. She's like, Are you serious? I'm like, Yes, nigga. I'm like, so we started back and forth going at it. She was like, damn, you actually got a point. And I'm like, yo, real talk. Like, Thriller's only nine songs. So if you take every song on Thriller, and three of them is kind of like throwaways for where the other six were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the wall, rock with you, don't stop till you get enough, and maybe like... Girlfriend, and you know, it's a couple joints on it, but I'm like, after that, it's like you gotta start going and pulling like dancing machine and shit like that from the Jackson 5. I'm, I'm, I'm like, they never see that coming. They never, that never, they never dan- see that coming. Dancing machine. But I'm like, White Mike got everything <laughs> from Bad, Smooth Criminal, Man in the Mirror, Liberian Girl, Speed Demon, Dirty Diana, The Song Bad, The Way You Make Me Feel. He got Jam, Remember the Time, Dangerous. He got Scream with Janet. He got You Rock My World, Butterflies, You You Are Not Alone. They don't really care about us. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking yeah. about. White Mike might take Dark Mike into the deep waters, <laughs> and she was like, Yeah damn, yo, you absolutely right. I'm like, dog, like, this is the thing. Thriller is the greatest album ever. Yes. Bad is just as good. The only (laughs) thing Bad doesn't have is Thriller. Uh, It just doesn't have the (laughs) song Thriller. Like, Thriller sold 50 mil, Bad sold 28. It's just as good of an album. And honestly, to me, has a deeper... Yeah, It goes deeper because of the songs like Man in the Mirror and Dirty Diana and all them type jones. But I'm like, dog, I'm telling her. Dirty he got, Diana,
1: my favorite Mike song of all Dug. time. Dog,
2: I'm like, he got black and white. I'm like, white Mike got so much shit, yeah. it's not even fucking funny. So we started br- doing the songs or whatever, so that's how it got like funny. And she was like, what does he have for rock with you? And I'm like, remember the time. And she was like, mm, okay. What does he got for beat it? I'm like, smooth criminal. And she was like, all right. What does he got for... Human nature. I'm like, man in the mirror. And she was like, damn. All right. The joint he got with Paul McCartney. Say, say, say. I'm like, scream with Janet. I'm like, dog. Like, White Mike really got... (laughs) The only thing he doesn't have
3: is Thriller.
2: (laughs) That's it. So it's like Thriller would win just on his trip. But I'm like, all bases is covered. And then he got so many other joints. Like, so we just was going back and forth about it. It was a funny conversation. But I'm like, no, White Mike is... He's taking Dark Mike into the deep waters. I'm like, I don't, I don't care who gets offended. Like I know we love Rock with you yeah. and uh, the song Thriller and Billie Jean and shit. But I'm like, if you look Billy at Billie Jean, is my second
1: favorite Mike song.
2: You know what my favorite Mike song is actually Black and White. I don't know why it just that was my shit when I was a it just hits for some. I watched that video forty four million. The video was the video set it off. That was it. That video was like nineteen million (laughs) dollars, some crazy shit. But no, it's like when you look at Mike's number one album, like the album all his number ones, everything on there from like after nineteen ninety. That's crazy because before that his number ones were Thriller, Rock with You. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Beat It, and Billy G. Yeah. All the other number ones is like after that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, when you talk about dark, you're going to have to really play. You got to play Can You Feel It? <laughs> 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 you got to play We Are The World. <laughs> like Just all kinds of silly shit. But it was a good conversation. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of which, you want to talk about some verses? We have to talk about verses. Um, little switcheroo from the Versus crew. It pains me that people have had enough of TI. Is is they just tired of old They've end. had enough of Tip Man. <laughs>
1: Sit this one out. You ever <laughs> see the meme of Lisa Simpson at the computer? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to log out. <laughs> 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 That's, remember, that's Swiss that's coming to get T.I. Remember, remember, remember Will Farrell
2: to his son or kicking scream and screaming like, No, no, not right now. Go get some bench.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you're not going to the game? No, not right now. Go get some bench. Like, like, on, like, on old school, he was like, It's like earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. So, T.I. earmuffs, this, this nigga's out of here, okay? He's the fuck out of here. Like, so yeah, they sat T.I. down, man, and it pains me because it's like, I wanted to see T I versus Jeezy. I T I did. and his Thesaurus app is probably having a field day at the Versus Atlanta office right now. And I'm using all type of words Swiss and Timberlin don't understand. And 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 just like y'all do, and this is again why I
2: hate Versus. Because people don't know what they be talking about or what of they not. like. When it was T I versus Jeezy, and I came out and said, Yo, I think T.I. wins this. I I don't even think it's close. I think he wins like handily. And Motherfuckers, a lot of them was like, oh, you tripping? Jeezy got the streets. Yeah, T.I. got them pop hits, but Jeezy got the streets. Jeezy had going. the streets on smash. There you going And they stopped it from T.I. and Jeezy, <laughs> and was like, it's gonna be Jeezy and Gucci. Niggas like, wait a minute now. <laughs> well, Gucci was locked up, so that's why <laughs> <laughs> it's just the shit done flipped that
3: G- fucking it, fast. It,
2: I mean, what hits, What hits, do Gucci got? What it, hits, it's niggas have <laughs> gone to. I've seen people posting interviews like, y'all really think this nigga losing to Jeezy? I had to tell the one nigga yesterday. I'm like, you know, they not. Gonna play 20 interviews <laughs> in this battle, right? Like you do know that.
1: Niggas ain't posted Gucci song yet. They just posted but, interviews uh, and the diss track. That's it. What I say about what, I, what I'll say about the switcheroo is this. Gucci, phenomenal executive. Um, he gave us the Migos, he gave us Young Thug, he gave us Scooter, he gave us Pee-Wee Long Way. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um Waka. Waka. Hey, uh, uh OJ OJ Hey! Uh, that was my man back in the day. He had a whole shout Rick out Jules. That was our nigga. Um cult classic street record Jada like kids did a
2: song with with OG OJ the Juice For man. sure. It was horrible. That's when everybody was just trying to hang on.
1: With all of that being Jada said. Jada ended up on the A Bay Babe remix. <laughs> he killed his verse, but there's no reason <laughs> for him to be on there. With all of that being said, if Gucci come out and he play first day out, Lemonade. All of that shit, I can see him losing 20 to (laughs) (laughs) 0. Listen. I love
2: Gucci. Listen. I I said the only way that Gucci wins this battle is if when Jeezy is up 11 0 and Gucci shoots him in the face. (laughs) And they just cancel it and end the battle. It's the only. I I do not understand the 20 Gucci song. There is no scenario <laughs> like, where Gucci wins this shit. They start the battle and Jeezy start with uh, trap or die and Gucci just that's, that's <laughs> nothing. It's the only way possible. It's the only way. I cannot see Gucci playing 20 tracks and them 20 tracks being better than the 20 tracks that Young Jeezy put. You know it Gucci. It doesn't even make know, sense. Here's
1: the thing. You know Gucci is playing seven songs we've never heard before. And, and, you and, know he is. Yeah, this is this from my joint album with Young Dolph. Pussy talk remix <laughs> remix. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit you never this even. This is the see. original version of Preach with Young. Before I, I gave it to Young Dolph, this is the original version with me on it. I don't understand. He's getting his ass handed to him. But this is versus. Now, what I will say is this. The popping circumstance and all of the uh, around it is more fun than with T.I. Because T.I. and Jeezy are are friends. You know, they're going to keep it cordial. They're going to be respectful. They ain't going to pop no shit and all that. These niggas are mortal enemies. Right. Right. It's Brandy and Monica on steroids. Exactly. So, for the negativity and us thriving off negativity as a populace, this is great. This is not a good matchup no. as far as like quality of it, music. But this is, and this is why I can't stand it. Ellen
2: John the, versus Mario. The niggas fl- like, oh man, well, Ellen gonna play with Mario, cut on that Just Friends. It's like, what, man? Like, Ellen John, the greatest songwriter ever, maybe, behind Paul McCartney. Ugh. <sighs> uh. I want to know your number and if I can come over and (laughs) Niggas like, what's he going to (laughs) play? What would he play? It's just,
1: that's versus. Fucking Avant versus Paul McCartney. Dog. What what Paul going to play when Avant getting his Kiki Wyatt back? Insane. (laughs) That's really where this shit be at, man. For
2: for versus. Chingy versus Beethoven. (laughs) Just stupid shit. It'd be ridiculous. (laughs) It'd be ridiculous. (laughs) Gucci versus
1: Jeezy going to be a good music battle to y'all. Like y'all are high. The only reason why this makes sense is cause they hate each other. That's it. That's the only and because thing. Because the tone, they literally started their careers the same. The storyline is better. Yeah. The output is 20 to nothing. So let me tell you.
2: You know how I started really fucking with Gucci? Was when Icy came out. Yeah. It was cause of Jeezy. And I'm not a crazy Jeezy you know why I fan. Like
1: Icy? The nigga singing on a
2: hook. <laughs> 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 I got so many rocks In I was my like, this chain is, and my. <laughs> This singing is so bad It's good nah, This singing was <laughs> fucking hilarious But Jeezy And I, I always say Jeezy can't rap But you know he, he figured it out We say that all the time He figured out how to be intriguing But the rap stinks He's gonna pummel Gucci In my hood they call me Jeezy the snowman You get it? Get it? Jeezy, Jeezy the, the snowman. snowman I'm iced out Plus I I got got snow, Snow, man man. (laughs) (laughs) The rap stinks But I like this shit But what's crazy is As bad as
1: that stunk It didn't stink as bad as Gucci When he got on the joint Yo, before I fell in love With Jeezy's music and shit After I heard 101 I was like and, And the Boys in the Hood album I'm like, yo I'm like, this is great. This is phenomenal. What the fuck is he gonna do for the next album? Like Yo. is the number gonna go down? Oh. Like, what are we gonna talk about on the next album? But he pulled that shit off and he, he strung a career. He said it
2: on hustling. I'm still talking white shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he figured it the fuck out. But that's the ad lib and the persona and the like you know. It's fucked up, but like that shit. you Like Biggie is one. It is one of, if not to me, the best rapper ever. Yes. But the thing that makes Biggie so fucking good is the voice and the cadence. Yes. That shit matters a lot. Today's agenda I got the suitcase I've been to Central It feels like a fucking narrator From right. a movie talking to you It's like so, Marlon Brando So Jeezy's rapping. raps ain't great But when Jeezy says You know If it's taking too long to lock up Bring it back Like he figured that shit out yeah. Imagine me it if it take too long to lock up <laughs> That shit ain't gonna work <laughs> What Kevin like, Hart say uh, like, Yeah
1: we gonna delete that part yeah. Which part? <laughs> the whole part <laughs> All of that shit Kevin Hart said Pew pew to the niggas." <laughs> <laughs> on a rap
2: <laughs> like yeah like no nah, that voice shit matter the thing with Snoop Snoop can rap and got an amazing flow but that voice is so distinctive to what the fuck he's doing and mm-hmm. saying that you, you feel it you have to like this shit so yeah no Jeezy figured it the fuck out but Jeezy what he did was figure out how to actually make really good music absolutely it's not better than T.I.'s music T.I. is the best rapper from Atlanta to me Outside of maybe 3000 say And I'm Andre. being nice. Because I keep it a buck with you. The one day me and Rob would go at this. I, yo, me and Rob was damn near ready to rumble. <laughs> run <there>. I swear, <laughs> I was going to hang this little dick over the balcony like Vidal Ice. The thing with Andre 3000 for me is he never did a solo joint. Yeah. And I always wanted to He just him. don't have enough material. I ain't even going to that he don't got enough material. I just think he didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? But when you hear him do shit like. uh, What's the joint with uh, Sleepy Brown? Um. Leather in the summer, silk in the winter. This is such an art. Where do I begin? uh, I used to sing tenor in the church choir. Really, I was flexing. But that, what the fuck? uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. You hear that. Or you hear him on Drake John, on Take Care. Um... Now the both work. of uh uh what's it called? The real her. Yeah, the real her. D- Dre can rap his ass off, but I never got a full album where it was him doing multiple cuts about. Th- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was my only thing. Big boy's a great rapper. He can rap his ass off he too. Ain't not, Dre. But he ain't Dre. Yeah. And it's like Dre never did a solo project. So it's just like for me, when I look at the Atlanta scene, TI when he he the king of the fucking south for a reason. It's like, yeah, he was the best, biggest nigga from ATL yeah, and was sure. fucking it up. It's either him or Luda. And then you know, then comes the I don't put Dre in that category with them. I just don't. Dre's over there.
1: It's a different and it's a different generation. Different, too. yeah,
2: different time. But Dre's over there. Southern player catalytic music and all AT that shit's something else. Yeah. It's T I and Luda. Then it's Jeezy. And future. Then it's future. Then it's like You got future ahead of Jeezy. I don't got the fucking most number one albums other than Drake. I don't look at Future like a like a rap rapper. Do that make sense? Well, GZ. But GZ, <laughs> I, it's hard to explain. Like, Future to me is like a singer
1: rapper. Okay. Do that make any sense? That makes sense. But like. I just, like, Future's trap talk is elite. That nigga, like. Jeezy's isn't? No, it is. Oh. But I'm just saying, but I, I don't think Future gets the credit he, no, he does for his trap talk and his street shit because it's it's not pieced together like Jeezy. Fu- it's I, like one-liners. I think Future shit is more of like a pop
2: culture thing behind it, too. That's true. Yeah, true. Like when he said, I, I just fucked the bitch." with Gucci flip-flops, the flip-flops were out. They were sold out. Yeah. They just, you know what I'm he's, saying? It's he's like, the king of one-liners. It's like the shit like that, right. Where Jeezy is just raw and brash. Ghetto rap,
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Jeezy encapsulated the trap In the streets better than anybody in 101. Like with between the the Trapper Die mixtape and 101. <sighs> It's hard T.I. did a very good job He did an excellent job Of kind of introducing The concept I think Jeezy perfected it Between what he did On that Boys in the Hood album Trap or Die mixtape And then culminating In 101 I think that Run of projects Encapsulates The Turnover of the rap game Into the trap shit Better than anybody like, I
2: was telling my homie... set the Because my homie was like, yeah, but T.I. always been, like, a pop nigga. And I'm like, nah. I'm nah, like, honestly, what happened is sometimes it just be like that. Your hardcore records be, turn pop. Like, pop made hit him up. Every nigga was violent as fuck on that yeah. joint. And it became a pop phenomenon. So it's like, T.I., when you look at, like, trap you, music... And
1: t- even, like, what's his biggest song, what you know... He's talking trap yeah, shit. He's that's not supposed to go number 1, but it did. But it was a groundswell of all these different things that pushed that Like you look at like up. Rubber Band Man. That's a that turned into
2: be the MTV single from trap music. Yeah. And on that song he literally says, "Why in rubber bands is representing the struggle, man? My folks is trapping till they come up with another, another plan. plan, stack a couple grand and get themselves off their mama land." Like he just he's talking straight up shit yeah. and this shit just wound up blowing. Now, granted, he had a jazzy fizzle product Shizzle in <laughs> Let's Get Away. But that's my shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, every now and then this shit happen. But when I saw they change this battle around the Gucci Jeezy, I'm just like, I get the whole violence aspect of it, but Yeah, they're going for viewership. Not what's the better. <laughs> Did you see somebody bad. was like uh Jeezy homie that got killed looking to see him yeah. doing the battles like <laughs> the face like <laughs> Like, dog. So that's my whole joint. Like, hey, are we going to get a Sean Garrett and Dream? Where it's like, you bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. Or are they going to be in the same room? I don't see that. Separated by bulletproof glass, if
1: they are. So, it's weird. Yeah. I, I, me, personally. I, the way I put it last night on Twitter, I said, listen. I said, Jeezy and T.I. was something that I probably would have watched if I got a minute. I'm not missing these niggas. Because I want to see... Whatever goes down, I need to be there live. And I don't believe it's going <laughs> to happen until I see them niggas both sign on to the feed or the same room separated by their Israeli guard or whatever the fuck they're going to do. I don't even believe it's going down till I see them cut the damn uh, verses on. That's
2: the only part about the lockdown that I don't know if I necessarily want is more verses.
1: No, you about to get seven verses a week, nine nigga. For, yeah. <laughs> about to get nine, yeah. About to get nine verses a week, nigga. You
2: look up and you see fucking Lil Kim versus Monifa. <laughs> you just like, how the fuck, man? Did we get here? You know what I'm saying? Just nonsense. <laughs> and and that's where I just be like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want any yeah, more of this. I mean,
1: I tell you this: Gucci gonna get pummeled, but it's much see. It's must see TV, nonetheless. Cause the commentary in between the songs is just gonna be golden
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it should be pretty good
1: Yeah, that was cool pussy I'm gonna get into this next song This is gonna be great That was cool pussy I'm gonna get into this next song, this for me and Waka album Yo What's up with Waka, is he still doing music? Not really, yeah. Waka's like huge in that EDM world and he's basically, you know, he, you know, when you catch Waka the the handful of times he do talk, like Waka's basically saying the shit that we be saying, which is like rap culture is nonsense, is bullshit. <laughs> like this is stupid. Like he he's just a whole new person.
2: Waka forever, the funniest for uh, thinking that the fucking sign language bitch was dancing. Oh, that was the greatest <laughs> shit ever. The <clears throat> greatest concert moment ever. Uh, real quick, Blocker. No white jeans formed against me shall prosper. Oh, my God. This nigga has been on a rampage against white jeans on the timeline. White jeans are strange. They are very bizarre. I've never owned a pair.
1: It's just something about a nigga in white jeans that let me know he got a pack of incense in the car. Like, it's just certain cues. I tell My barber, that that I Les, I always,
2: whenever he sees somebody in white jeans, he'll ask, Oh, yo, you going to Penn's Landing? Because <laughs> you, I don't know why, but if you put on white jeans, you're going down to you Penn's Landing. <laughs> you have to be going to Penn's Landing. The, um... So it made us start talking. In your opinion, I don't know if you put much thought to this. What is the worst fashion trend you've ever
1: seen from the city? I know mines. Leather on everything is my Me. like the leather sleeves. Oh. The leather joggers. <laughs> the leather sweatshirt. Leather hat. Like leather on everything is by far. Like niggas went full Eddie Murphy for 14 months. <laughs> And it was, and I'm guilty of it too. It was terrible. (laughs) Niggas definitely did go full Eddie Murphy. Niggas went full Eddie Murphy. I had a picture. Right, I was at this party. We had a party on at Third and Market at the old Bluesette. It was called Privé. I had on a red. Tay Modish made me this sweatshirt. It was a red sweatshirt with black leather sleeves, and I had on like, and I had on (laughs) black coated canvas. (laughs) Cargos. These pants was heavy as shit. Hey, you went full thriller. (laughs) Went all the way. These pants was heavy as shit, dog. Eventually the button, they were so heavy the button broke. It couldn't support holding the pants up no more. Jesus Christ. That's how heavy they was.
2: Leather on shit was horrible.
1: Like imagine taking some cargo pants that are already heavy as shit and dipping them in tar. Like that was literally like what chocolate. it was <laughs> in fudge sauce. Like you just, yeah. took, just took them right to the, uh to the melting pot. And them just them, them heavy them. them heavy duty cargoes and shit. By far, that's my my most horrible fashion uh memory.
2: I I just want to start off by saying I absolutely hated this. <laughs> <laughs> I never took part in this, and I could not understand why it was going on. The most ridiculous time period that we had here in Philadelphia to me. Do you remember when niggas was wearing t-shirts like buns? Yes. I absolutely hated that. I couldn't understand why it was happening. Niggas was wearing t-shirts on their head, and they was wrapping the back of the t-shirt up like like
1: a bun. I don't know who caused that. It was like Music. (laughs) <laughs> it was music, yeah. Niggas was in a soul child, <laughs> <laughs> man. They neo soul jump.
2: stone cold gangsters walking around, oh, talking mm, 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 mm. Like niggas was walking around with that. I couldn't understand why it was happening.
1: I had friends that were taking part in it. Yeah, the paper towel uh, headbands was terrible too. One, it was one summer. We park- were children, though. Yeah, it was one summer of Parkside Games. The whole park's side oh, I believe with it. paper towel uh, bandana. As you come in, you
2: get your bounty. <laughs> Everybody get two pieces of bounty. As you come in, the paper towel headband shit was. Kiss It has that shit on on his album cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bandana made of a napkin. What else was bad? Um, the t shirt headband. I mean, the t shirt bun shit was, yeah, that's was pretty strange bad. as fuck. um. You were talking about the the denim The uh the button up with the big denim with um. je- <laughs>
1: That was funny as shit no, I was working at Total Sport man in Cherry Hill I was the manager At Total Sport Cherry Hill that shit was all the way down The end by the food court So we in the super cut it's us the sprint store And champs that's the only thing back there In the fucking food court We got we went from literally overnight From having all jerseys And sweatsuits to nine Rows of $40 button up The button up that era Ass stripe jones. they was terrible.
2: What made the button up era so bad was not even the fact that the button ups were gigantic. <laughs> what made the button up era so bad is that the button ups did a lot of shit that they didn't <laughs> need to do.
3: French,
1: French get- <laughs> <laughs> Why are the cuffs that big on a street well, you button up? Get, you gotta get the Jones with the cuff links. Yo! <laughs> <The> real, <warrior>. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. Why does your button up have jersey
2: numbers on the back of it? <laughs> <laughs> this shit made no sense. Did like My, that, is that Robin my man head? had a the fucking Ron Artest <laughs> up. My man had a fucking Rock-A-Wear button up. It was a button up with a collar. It said Rocker RW Wear with a big ass 99 on the back. I'm like, what is happening?
1: <laughs> Why is this shirt doing Worst that? Worst of all worlds.
2: Yo. That that big button up shit was was a pretty then awful. When niggas got
1: into the military button ups, the Jones with the lapels with the buttons on the shoulder. Oh my god, <laughs> yo Nigga. Why
2: do I have I got a picture where I have one of them? Like the soldier ass yes, yes.
1: <laughs> yes man. Listen, I had a Jones, right that was so tricky, right? This, this is when the clothes started to get smaller. This is at the tail end of the button up shit. I had a button up, right? <laughs> The convertible, jaw that you could pin... <laughs> <at> the- <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can pin it at the elbow. Shut the fuck up, the convertible. took me a second? To With it. the forearm, now I got the forearm out. The convertible. My, my sleeve you definitely is used to secure. It matches <laughs> Hold on, let me eat motherfucking... You know what I'm saying?
3: Yo.
2: Yo. Top down chrome spinach yo. I remember that shit Wham
1: wham wham Flip that joint three times yo. It, Lock it in Yo there, It ain't going nowhere
2: Yo The military <laughs> button ups though
1: I'll never forget this Two shit Two pockets on the chest And the shoulder lapel
2: Jay, Jay and Shiz was having a party they, Jay had like got part of a club Up fucking like Rising Sun Or some shit like that okay. I can't remember the name of it It was Club Miami it might have been club miami or rising sun on rising sun this is uh, like a cvs right there yes club yes <laughs> <laughs> you, you, okay jay i've never been in
1: there one time they
2: had a party there and i i will never forget this because you know how like the parties be like hosted by like somebody yeah. and the, the 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 post the person hosting the party is never denzel washington <laughs> or chris brown it's always like a c or d celebrity yeah. so this night the party was hosted by
1: javon curse <laughs> and Damn. yeah hosted by the super freak javon curse
2: <laughs> <Kirsten. laughs> But I don't know what came <laughs> over me. I was like, man, I'm putting on that shit. <laughs> Freak gonna be in there. We partied at night. <laughs> Freak gonna be in there. And I don't know why, but I was like, I had the military button up and I had uh, never wore it. It was black God. and purple. And I was like, yeah, I'm wearing that junk. And I put it on and, you know, whatever, whatever. We got up in there and i never forget my homie was like, damn, you got a lot of... Uh, Got a lot of medals, man. What was what, <laughs> it had little fucking little little medal of valor over here, little shit oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> little, purple little Purple Heart over here. I saved three bitches in Guadestanama over, oh, oh, over <laughs> here. <laughs> Yo, the military button ups was a fucking crazy it's little ridiculous. time period, man. But you're absolutely right. The convertible sleeves on the button-ups was a
1: Took sh- it to the next level. They took ain't not see it. that
2: coming. They did not Nigga, see that coming. Nigga, I got
1: a button-up one time, right? You know how, like, back in the day, they had the ruffle shirts, like the prom shirts, the yeah. tuxedo joint with the ruffles? I got a joint from Express that was white with black pinstripes with, like, some small ruffles Yeah. On the, on the Yo, I remember we went to um
2: to Miami, and one of my homies, he he always had a little Craig David in him.
1: You know what I'm saying Like you know You got I got a picture I got to show you I went full Craig <laughs> I know Rick Rick listen You listen I know you got the picture Don't post that picture Send it to me You I know how you just Craig got That David, one
2: though. homie That's like real um, Trying to think Of the proper term You need to fill me in Like this real Metros Not metrosexual That's not even The, the right term But like Cause they, they they wear street urban fashion, yeah. but then w- for some reason on like the nights it's time to like go out,
1: it just goes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It goes full neo soul, <laughs> like more like I don't want to say preppy because that's like, not preppy. Yeah, um, but just real. I know what you get, what you're getting at. Real dwelle if, if that's <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And my one homie, the I'm, jeans is big, but the shirt is
2: small. Right, and that's for the, right. Yeah. And I'm like, when it's crazy because I'm always around you. Like, when did you even have time to buy a seashell necklace? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, shit like that. It's just like, where where did you get that? You know what I'm saying? Wait, <laughs> I'm serious, dog. When, we, when did you buy four Cairo shell necklaces, we, bro? We we went out this particular night, and he went full. He had on a seashell necklace, and the shirt he had on, like... You ever see when, when like, chicks wear the, the corsets? Yes. And they got to tie it in the back? Well, it was like a mini corset on, on the front. The, on the chest.
1: On the, It was like a chest corset. So he corset. had a hockey button-up. Right! <laughs> and ex- like the, juice! Yeah. <laughs> exactly! Yeah. It's like the hockey hoodie yeah. and the button-up had a baby, <laughs> and that was the hockey button-up. So he... He had his cleavage
2: out and a seashell necklace on and these like leather bracelets. And I, and
1: I, and I, and I was like, when the fuck? the Got them when going you, at a day. When did you buy all this, all this shit? Dude? A, a doomsday 99, brother. Right. Ben had these. Like, dog, I went, I went to the African Educational Conference. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Dog. He had like four or five leather braces. I was just like, when did you get all of this shit, man? i never seen none of this in my life. And he was one of them boys. He just always could go full. Uh, what's one of them artists from over there? Um, one of them artists from over there. You know how they dress like... Uh, like rough ends, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he got full rough ends for the <laughs> evening. But yeah, that that you're definitely right. It was a hockey shirt in the front. Yeah. It was it was awful. That's, that's nasty. It was it was bad. That's the, um, pretty nasty. Uh, let's knock out some of these other joints. Oh, Chris Brown's on OnlyFans.
1: I'm just tired of celebrities being on OnlyFans. Uh, hey, I don't understand. It. Stated, you you. Uh, you made a great astute point the other day. You said, yo. Is uh, Jay, Drake, and Wayne, the only people, that and Nikki, the only people that didn't Jay, fuck they J- money up? Jay-Z,
2: Drake, <laughs> Lil Wayne, and Nikki seem to be the only ones that can just go sit down during yeah. the fucking... Everybody else is doing scrambling shit. Drake is literally just doing his normal shit in the house. Throw a little video out Right Wayne's podcasting And buying new cars Nikki had a baby And Jay Z's off Doing what the fuck Jay Z do They're the only
1: ones That are just like Chilling I just don't understand that As an A-lister Like I could see For Amber Rose And all of them Like A little past your prom You had a couple kids Bought some rappers like, Get your money You know what I'm saying But it's like As an A-lister Why do you want to be On a platform That's claimed to fame As amateur porn Why Like why do you Want to be like I, I figured it out. OnlyFans, and it's just like fire. Whoever brought that idea to you, brother. Apparently, Tiger's on there. Tiger's on there doing full scale porn. Apparently, like with bitches. Yes. Yeah, Tiger's going all out. Oh, I can understand why <laughs> it, but for Tiger's like. It's Tiger. We don't take Tiger seriously.
3: Yeah.
1: Tiger didn't uh, didn't put out "Loyal." You know what I'm saying? Tiger put out doo, doo, doo. Yeah. We don't take Tiger serious. Do you know who wrote "Loyal"? Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Yeah. Yeah. Ty Dolla the a goat. Yeah. Ty Dolla to smoke anybody in the verses. Right. I'm going that far. With his own tracks? With, the, but you can play shit you wrote, produced. Well, yeah. Smoke anybody. He not being breezy
2: breezy just got too many songs Bro loyal Yeah but Breezy But he can't play loyal <laughs> so, hey, That's not what Ken Nah Gotta play the shit You put out Breezy put out loyal So John T. Austin Played don't Yeah but John T. Austin <laughs> They're not putting out st- John T. Austin's not a singer He's a writer That was a writer battle In a writer battle Yeah uh, He could play loyal But not in a Singer battle Like you gotta play The shit you want
1: I think Chris Brown The only one that could Compete with time Yeah For sure Cause Chris Brown got 9,000 songs Well Usher too But that wouldn't You know what I'm saying Usher's last gen Last what? Last generation Yeah
2: Like fucking Todd Dollar isn't gonna battle Fucking
1: Todd Dollar versus Frankie Lyman
2: Yeah <laughs> Just you know what I'm saying Like nothing like that But you know no, I think Chris Brown would, would win that Probably not handily But he would definitely win Oh Fuck that OnlyFans shit NBA NBA it's fucking cracking. NBA bike, and they is going for the gusto. <laughs> James Harden is really trying to get on the Nets. Yeah.
1: Uh TRPE exclusive. We were told that yes. James Harden to the Nets was like a little hang up because of who Houston wanted in return. Basically, if the Sixers make Benson Ben Benson. available, it's a done deal. James would be here in the morning. Like it'd be over. He's he here. Uh but and coming now, here would be absolutely horrible. But you know. but, but now <laughs> they're saying that Kyrie might have gotten himself included in a trade and it might be a three way sending Because he is not they saying he not happy about James potentially coming there. I mean I couldn't Nigga, I play point guard. What do you mean? So they basically say like it might end up being a three way where Kyrie go elsewhere, James come to uh Brooklyn and then they swap some assets to go back to Houston, some draft picks. This is
2: the reality of it, and I can always tell people just don't really like understand it at the end understand anything. At the end of the day. It's going to be one basketball on the court. So when y'all see that Russell Westbrook is going to play with Harden and they're going to play with, you know, Shaquille O'Neal and Jordan, it's like, this isn't a good idea <laughs> because it's one only going to be one basketball on the court. Yeah. We've seen it happen now with Russell Westbrook and Harden where y'all was like, "Oh, this is it. This is the ticket." And then you realize somebody's going to have to take a, a a back seat. To our credit, we knew from the
1: beginning. This is this a terrible idea.
2: Perfect example. <laughs> LeBron James gets Anthony Davis. LeBron James plays point guard and leads the league in assists, yeah. and Anthony Davis leads the team in scoring. You see how that works? You see how that goes? It's like you have to play with each other. uh, Case in point, Shaquille O'Neal leads the league in scoring, leads the playoffs in scoring, leads the playoffs in rebounding. Kobe Bryant takes a backseat. Shaquille O'Neal gets three finals MVPs. Shaquille O'Neal leaves. Kobe leads the league in scoring, leads the playoff (laughs) in scoring, has 16 30-point games in the playoff drive wins a championship, and and gets a finals finals MVP. MVP. (laughs) Ah, You can't do it at the same time. It doesn't work like that. So when y'all see these teams load up on these scorers and these ball handlers, it's like it's one basketball on the court. And if you're not willing to change your game and do something different, there were literal plays where when Harden and Westbrook, whoever had the ball and was doing what they wanted to do in isolation, the other one just wasn't even playing.
1: James Harden has basically shown us He's, I'm playing point guard. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. I don't care that I'm six 7 I'm playing point guard. No, and I'm drawing dumbass fouls. <laughs> like, Holler back. And I'm playing the choppiest style of point guard in history. Despite the fact that his best season in Houston was, I think his second year there, he averaged 29, 11 assists and like seven rebounds or something like that in the Tony system. I'm like, he looked phenomenal. And then he just went off on a dumbass tangent with this fucking getting fouled shit. And now he's just, he's just horrible. The other, to day, watch. the other day on NBA
2: TV, it's funny, we was at my job, and uh, they were playing, like, all of the recent big scoring games. Yeah. Um, they played Devin Booker, 70. They played Klay Thompson, 70. They played uh, LeBron, 66, or whatever it was, against the Bucs. And they played another one. I think they played a – oh, uh Westbrook's triple-double jump when he hit the shot against the net, yeah. the Nuggets. And my hobby he's like a vicious hard fan. He's like, what the fuck, man? Why are they don't play that?" now? Harden got matched these point games. And my other one was like, because nobody won't watch this nigga shoot foul shots for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Harden has 64-51 game at the foul line. I was like, nobody won't watch that shit, man. But if he comes here, to me, that's just a horrible... For what? Yeah. Like, for what? You know what I'm saying? He So, just so he can, like... Drive to Atlanta now On Rugs weekend And you ain't gotta fly Like You know what I'm saying
3: Like it's just
2: Like a Actually if I take the train yo, It's more efficient Cause they be on Maybe on my dick in the airport Oh wait James where you going <laughs> Like nah I can just hop in the Atla- Atlanta again James Yo Like girl shit Him here with Meek
1: That's No. Lil Baby would move here. No. (laughs) It'd be four. The the Sixers Arena would be 4PF stadium if James comes to the Sixers. Poor
2: Lot from the 4PF Arena. Not even that the basketball is just going to be terrible. You know what I mean? It's just not a good look. I will say this. I might be the only one who's not really overly excited about the Dennis Schroeder shit to LA. A lot of Laker fans I saw seem to be really. I like it. I'm not crazy about it. I'd rather have Rondo. As me personally, I understand Rondo's getting older, but I thought Rondo played very well this past year. But the problem with Rondo
1: is he don't play till March. But that's (laughs) when we need (laughs) him. So it's like, you know, you got to give – like they start in the season – Early as shit. You got to give LeBron some form of relief. You bringing in a 27-year-old point guard, average 19 coming off the bench, efficient score, distribute the ball, all of that shit. He' a little undersized defensively, but his defensive and th- and metrics look good. And that's the thing. The Lakers are top five, sometimes
2: number one in defense. Yeah. So you have to keep that. And it's like they might lose Avery Bradley, too. You yeah, know he just I'm opted out. He was old 05 million. He's definitely opted so out. So it's like, you know, you—, you Yes, do we want Danny Green going? Yes Do we want I want Kuzma going, honestly But you have to be able to hold on To that defensive integrity yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what if Cause Caldwell
1: Pope might be out of there too What if they're able to Get DeMar and all it costs you is Kuz and Avery Bradley. But or the thing is, Demar Derozan
2: and me and Rob had extensive talks about this. Demar Derozan is such a liability at times on defense, to where it's like if you really watch their games, there were games where like they would be on like comebacks, they would straight take Demar Derozan out. Right. So it's just like I, you know, I, I don't know. Like people, people, especially in sports, have a one-track mind. How many points you score? Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah, And in reality, it's like, yo, if you could put together a very, very sh- – LeBron going to be LeBron. AD going to be AD. Yeah, we, we good for 60 and fucking 14 over there with them two. But we got to – that's how they won a championship. That defense was pretty good. They had very great perimeter defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The perimeter defense was
1: excellent. I think they're going to play a different style of basketball from the way it's shaping up. 'Cause you ain't playing great perimeter defense with Dennis Schroeder playing thirty minutes a game. See what I'm saying? So they're gonna have to play it. I think they're gonna try to race like the one forty.
2: I, I honestly was kinda okay with the whole not getting Chris Paul thing. Yeah. You saw the deal is done. He's going to the uh Suns. Oh, it's done? It literally happened when we was coming in. Oh shit. Like he's getting traded. And so now Devin Booker has a real point guard. Yeah. Finally.
1: What did they give up to get him? I could tell you, hold on. Do you Oubre,
0: know Brain? Ubrey, Rubio, and a first rounder.
1: I can't hear you. Ubre, oh. Rubio, and a first rounder. Ubre, Ubre, and who? Ubre, Kelly Ubre. Yeah. Rubio and a first rounder. I thought you said Ubre and Rubio. I'm like, who the fuck is <laughs> What Rube? law firm is they from?
3: Rubio, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rubio, and I know Joe. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Kelly Ubre, who I don't like. Ricky Rubio and a first round. That's not bad. Chris Paul is 70, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You get two years with Devin Booker trying to make a run. Think for the and they got the young boy,
1: DeAndre. Yeah, I mean, shit, you get to add Kelly Oubre to Shea Gilgis-Alexander and all them young boys on OKC. That's a good t- young team. OKC's blowing it up. Yeah. What are they going? I mean, they're going to keep Oubre, though. They yeah, but no, Oubre no, I'm just saying. F- Schroeder's yeah, going, yeah. Chris Paul is going yeah, there, Yeah, and OKC Steven got it. Adams but, is next. You out of here,
2: bro. Somebody posted a jump right when the deal went down. Um. OKC, counting all their picks, and it was the little baby John. <laughs> <laughs> the money. They got like 17 first-round yeah. picks the next three, four years or something. so. Yeah. Uh, my early projection is we're looking at the – I think it's going to be the Nets and the Lakers in the finals.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I said it before. I said it on the show. As constituted as they are now, even with Kyrie being a massive dickhead, whatever little locker room bullshit he got going on with Dinwiddie and all that, who actually recruited him to the team, but now they got beef. Whatever, besides all of that, I think they sleepwalk to the finals. As long as KD is 80, 85% healthy, they sleepwalk to the finals in the East because nobody in the East is better than KD. So Scooter Braun, I just got to say this,
2: Scooter Braun, has sold the master rights to Taylor Swift's first six albums. The buyer, an investment fund, is yet to be disclosed, but the deal is to be uh the deal is to believe to be worth $300 million.
1: Damn. Yeah. That's only six albums. Only though. the first six. Michael Jackson's estate sold his 50% of Sony ATV, which was everybody's shit. For eight hundred and eighty million, he just got three three hundred for six albums of just Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. If that don't, if you're in the music game and that don't tell you that intellectual property and ownership is everything, Mm -hmm. that's the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. That's fifty M's an album, fifty million an album, just for the rights. Keep in mind Those albums Earning potential Have seen their better days mm-hmm. So whatever the fuck He's earned off them already And then now you get To cash in for 300 Oh yeah y'all can do whatever Y'all put this shit All type of movies I don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, go- I'm going to Malibu State Property 4 Nigga gonna be Taylor Swift <laughs> Songs on the soundtrack Holy like, shit Like real
2: shit Damn That show you just How much money there really is In this music shit man We might have to start Rapping on the side
1: We're gonna have to do- Start doing something man cuz uh it's, they just giving bread away. And I was having this conversation on Twitter earlier. I'm going to say this. If y'all think that like it's okay to offer a artist $20,000, like you thinking in terms of being a 34 or 35 year old. You're not looking in terms of like I'm 20. I got 30 niggas that's in my mom's house every day. Not to mention my mama kids, my mom right. herself, my little sister this and this. Little bro and them. Can't forget little bro I and them. I can't take... By the time I get an apartment for two stacks a month, pay first-last security, and get fresh, I got to go back to the block and sell drugs in front of my mom's house. You have to put these kids in a financial position to change their lives so that they don't return back to the environments from whence they came and get their brains blown out in front of their grandmom house. Mm-hmm. So anything short of... If you gonna give a motherfucker 20,000, all right, cool, I'm gonna give you 20,000 for you. But I'm gonna give you five grand a month living expenses so that you can go and live in New York or live in Atlanta, whatever, record your music, be away from the nonsense. That's a different conversation. But y'all on Twitter telling me. Put the me, music out and hopefully you can make it to go back and get your folks. Exactly. Y'all telling me it's cool, 20,000 is cool. Y'all are dickheads. Like, the, and I love y'all, 50, some of y'all. 50, y'all are dickheads. 50 came from his shit and Dre was like, look, I'm gonna
2: give you a mil. Yeah. And a million dollar watch And well, 750 whatever <laughs> the fuck well, Yeah yeah Like yeah exactly You know what I'm saying 20,000 to sign is, I wouldn't sign 20,000 for this
1: Fuck no Are you crazy Like fuck no Not in a heartbeat People are walking in off the streets With no music out Getting multi-millions ASAP Rocky walked in RCA Off the streets With a good at- With a five star attorney And got three million He got 1.5 for himself And 1.5 for Lil Bro and them For the label mm-hmm. Like with nothing out in the marketplace no. Just a Drake cosign
2: Just a perm And a Drake <laughs> A perm and a Drake
1: cosign And a Drake Three milli You know what I'm saying So y'all are dickheads But I love y'all Uh this podcast episode 127, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Shout out to all of our listenership on all of the podcast platforms. Shout out to our viewership on YouTube and on NGTV. If y'all have Roku TV, make sure y'all go and add NGTV to y'all listed channels so y'all can watch us on your television at home. Um, shout out to our sponsor today, Wondery, um, for presenting Jacked, Rise of the New Jack. Y'all can check that out today at wondery.fm backslash jacked underscore realist that's r-e-a-l-e-s-t listen today at wondery.fm backslash jacked underscore r-e-a-l-e-s-t we love y'all thank you for listening see you next week holla back peace
2: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the
3: bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba